Absolute Geek Podcast. It's Saturday afternoon in Phoenix. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. Oh, yeah. Look at that fucking guy. A familiar voice is back. Yeah. He he came back from his 10-hour shifts. His 10-hour shifts. (laughs) At his doctor's appointments. At his doctor's appointments. (laughs) I'm done with that. Well, doctor's appointments until, until what, June or July. Then I have to see my uh, kidney doctor still. I'm still on five pills. Five medicines. And 10-hour shifts. Yeah. <laughs> that really sucks. Uh, it makes it hard to make it here. It makes it hard for me to get home. Three-day weekends, bro. Yeah, those are nice. What time do you get home on Thursdays? Thursday nights? Usually, like, around the same time. 7, 7.30. Fuck that. Depends. <clears throat> Is it because traffic or just because you work later? Traffic and I'm, I'm all the way... Um, Really in Buckeye, like, like I'm not by Verado. Like, so like you're not old, like old. Buckeye. So are you past Verado or before old Verado? Buckeye? No, I'm past Verado. Oh, so you're like by Watson. Uh, I get off Watson and I make make a left, and yeah. I have to drive like through schools and houses. Yeah, he's fucking and... out there. Then <laughs> I didn't think he was that far out there. He's fucking out there. Then Fuck yeah, that. I'm really far. He's got a fucking. You're talking about the people at the Best Buy getting shot up. You're almost right <laughs> where that fucking cop, cop got <laughs> fucking jacked. And I've actually been in the uh, Buckeye police station. They have like fake pod and fake money and stuff that they like Train with? confiscated. Oh, fake pod. It's, <laughs> it's called oregano. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture. I'll show you later. They let you in the evidence room? I There's a printer in there, so I have to go in there. What do you fix printers now? No, I I just deliver stuff. Oh, I was gonna say the dude went from having a war with a printer <laughs> to <laughs> fixing so you, you go in the there's a printer in the evidence room. There's a printer in the booking station too. You need to start jacking the cocaine for us. He's like the Batman. <laughs> so we can start slanging it. He's like the Batman <laughs> of printers now. Like his family, he's gonna have this whole backstory. His family was killed by a printer, and now he's, he's seeking vengeance and unprinter. Unprinter man. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any comic books in there that have been confiscated? No. no. Your your theme song is just the, the sound you use for George R. R. Martin's printer. <laughs> Dude, I have a printer at my work. I noticed it the other day that does that. And I almost I almost <laughs> sat and recorded it and then sent it to our group chat. Because it's even got the you know the paper with you know it's got the, the holes, holes on the sides and and it sits there and they I don't know I don't even know what they print with it, but they use it like every couple days and they it prints the 1980s? for like, it prints for like you know 20 minutes. Uh, it's loud too. And it's really loud. Aren't those the type of printers they have to use to print the the um three layered paper like with the the oh, carbon the copy? Paper? Well, like that, you have to use to like sign things. So, like, it's got the the first page and then the carbon copy that's yours underneath it, and then the third page underneath that. One's blue, one's pink. Yeah, one's white, my work—they're only printing it up for like I think it's because it's like basic. Uh, All it is is like read out like you know like numbers. Basic bitches. Do like, they buy a lot so they have to like use it? <laughs> it's a big ass printer too. It's huge. It's got like, and I don't know if it explodes once or a while, but there's like these like shield guards all around it, like these plastic like you. <laughs> Bring here. You have to like open and close them and shit. You have, you have a <laughs> <laughs> getting getting flashbacks to your work. <laughs> you have a sign that says "caution operated own risk" for a fucking printer. 
I saw one lady's lady's hand got caught and they had to call the paramedics. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not joking. (laughs) (laughs) Was it sleepy? (laughs) Was it hungry? Did she nod nod off as she was printing something? She was putting paper and it started going and took her in. (laughs) She fell asleep. She only lost two fingers. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's not bad. She can still type. Yeah. Peck, 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 peck. She's pecking. Yeah. She has she has a peck with her pinky though. <laughs> Just on her right hand. Uh so uh any more any more word from your cosplay or your uh furry? <laughs> what? Your furry girl, Jose? No, actually don't talk to her anymore. No? No. Nope. I talked to this did, other girl. Did she hear the episode? Is that what happened? No. She's out that yiffing. Would, that would have been strike two. <laughs> yeah. That would have been the second time that happened. She's out yiffing. No, the, yiff, yiff, uh, I, I was yiff, talking yiff. to this other girl. Tell me if, if this is weird. So, Well, if it has to do with you, then yes. Well, I asked her, you know, what's her favorite music, whatever. And she doesn't have an iPod. She doesn't download MP3s. Like, whatever's on the radio, that's it. That's all she listens to. Is she Amish? So, no, she, she's just not a big music person. She just doesn't care, right? She didn't tell me that. She she likes music, but she doesn't like follow she's anybody. Amish. You know, you know what? You know why <clears throat> you like her? Because she's cheap. No, she's a school teacher. She's Amish, but she doesn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, not everybody. Well, I don't follow people either, but I still like music. I still. But if if I ask you, what's your favorite group? You I would, you I would have an have idea. To, I would have to think about it. Yeah, my mom's like that. She doesn't really have. She's not a big, never been a music person. She doesn't really have a favorite band. She doesn't really. Not even Beatles or no. Rolling Stones or whatever. Mm-mm. That's weird. To me, it's weird. You just like the music, man. Some people just don't it's care. the sound of a generation. Like little Michael. Well, maybe that's part of the problem why she doesn't listen to it. Maybe her generation of music sucks. Maybe. Which one? The Hers? ones that you sell on TV? <laughs> Why? What? Oh, <laughs> those the old golden oldies. Yeah. <laughs> those oldies, like fucking the hair bands and yeah, stuff now, like that. that. That makes me think of something. Is uh, I was I was talking about millennials and baby boomers and Generation X and do you know what the dates for millennials are? They keep changing that. Yeah. They always that, change it. I've read four of them. That's why I was trying to see what you guys thought it was. I I consider millennials like the generation. I would say 90s forward would be millennials. It says but, it's from 1980. See, that's that would be it's people that are entering the workforce. Yeah. And and college and work, that's that, that's generation Y. That's a different generation. Yeah, I thought we aren't we gen Gen you, X. No, that's no, not. That's, that's they before us. That's 1970. I'm the last year of Generation X. I know they consider me a, uh, well, that, a I, but like Jose said, I've seen them, I've seen it change. Like Yeah, they always change the, the years. See, like when I was growing up, I was always told I was Generation X. Yeah. Like when I was growing up. That's like, up. like listening, like in high, you're in high school and you're listening to Nirvana and Pearl Jam. That's gen- Generation X. I thought we were X. considered Gen now because I thought anyone from 80s, to like forward, like late seventies and eighties forward to like the nineties was Gen Now, and the nineties forward was Millennial, because the nineties forward they're the ones that are just now starting to get into like ninety four they're just now starting to get into college and the workforce and stuff like that. Ninety four till now, I think that's. Hmm. I don't know because 
I would think millennials would be born like 98. Yeah, I wouldn't consider myself a millennial. Because they're barely getting out of high school. Yeah. You know, you know, going to college. I would think going, that would be going to college and spending a shit ton of money and then going back and living with their parents and working at McDonald's, getting art degrees and working at McDonald's. Getting your bachelor's here. in art and fucking working in at McDonald's. Underwater water, weave, yeah. water weaving. Uh, Underwater Harvard uses weaving. Yeah. Generation X is 1965 to 1984. Okay, no so way. Is Generation My, X. Think of your parents as generation because it's yeah. twenty. It's twenty years. Well, your parents so were born in the seventies. What's eighty-five going forward? The, then they were born in sixty-two. So this would be they're not Generation X. It's oh. sixty-five to eighty-four. What's what's eighty-five going forward then? Um, I, see, I googled Generation X. Oh, because I'm I'm eighty-five. Okay, like Generation Y is it says Generation Y is the eighties and nineties. See. And yeah. then millennials after that. That makes more sense than millennials being 80s forward. But it says see, millennials, also known as Generation Y, are they start the early 80s to the mid 90s to the early it's because tw- it's 20 year spans. Generations, yeah. it's it's 20 year spans. Yeah. So it goes all the way until the 2000s, because hmm. like my kids aren't. They're not millennials. They're the next whatever they call them. Because I've heard, I've heard us referred to as Generation Now, and then because the you got the baby boomers and Gen X that are just getting into, um, like that retirement age. Yeah, baby boomers fucked up for us. And then you have Gen Now. Well, yeah, because they were they were the free love the the yeah. they're the ones who truly use the system. And yep. corrupted it for that mm-hmm. everybody else after them. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. And now you have all those same people are the ones that are trying to run the country. And they're the same ones that are like, millennials are ruining everything. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. But <clears throat> I, I was trying to find it. I was trying to find... Uh, I was trying to find it. Because when I bitch, I bitch about millennials always fucking thinking that they should be handed everything and that yep. they don't have to work for anything and... But we, you have to remember that baby boomers fucked it up for Yo, yeah. everybody. No, I know. Or for us. Generation X, Y, millennials. Like, you need, like, a, a associates or a doctorate just to okay. get a, here, you know, intro says, job. Well, yeah, they, they're the ones of health made it it's so that it's so... I think the current generation needs to be called Generation fucking Pansy. <laughs> it's, it's baby boomers are 46 to 64. Generation, can I speak to your manager? 46 See, the, the, to 64, that's what... That's two years, three years. Forty six to sixty four. Oh, it's a lot longer than three years. <laughs> sixty. Oh. And then it says sixty five to seventy six is Generation X. Seventy seven to ninety five are Millennials or Generation Y. Yeah. And then Generation Z, Centennials or iGens are ninety six and later. Why would it be Centennials? That's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Plus, I thought baby that would boomers. Be mil- you would think that would be millennials since they're going into the new millennium, which is what they called the 2000s. Centennials. Do they live for like 100 years before that? I want to be called Willennials. <laughs> Fuck millennials. We're going to be called Willennials. And Will. Will I am with our every president. time you Will, Google no, it. No, wait, dude. Will Smith is our <laughs> lord and savior. With, with Jiggy Have with you seen that new Arby's commercial? Which one? Where they do the beginning, where they do the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme. No, I haven't. No. It's a new Arby's commercial. 
It's fucking funny though. No, I haven't seen that yet. I know they kill it on their online campaign. Their Facebook campaigns are awesome. I think the best the best commercial out right now is the Slim Jim commercial. <laughs> the one with the grandma? With the one with the grandma. That's not what she told me. <laughs> that's so, that is the best commercial out. Yeah, that's what she said. That's not what she told me. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh. My dad tried to use that on me the other day. He was helping me. Said? He was helping me move the new refrigerator in. And uh, he, he was like, go ahead and slide it in. I was like, yeah, that's what she said. And my dad was like, that's not what she said to you. See, that's I always said that's what the girl at the picnic said. Oh. <laughs> that's what the girl at the picnic said. Yep. Yep. Oh, you're watching it? Yeah. West Philadelphia, born and raised. On the playground was where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and shooting some beatball outside the school. When a couple of guys who up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. Wow, they really go through the whole thing. My mom got scared and said, There's another one that's also shorter, that's like, that doesn't do a lot of that. Yeah. Their yeah. online marketing is killing it right now. I like that whole thing that Wendy's had did for a while. Oh, trolling people on Twitter? <laughs> Dude, that was People great. were trolling them, and they were just trolling yeah. back. But yeah. Dude, that's a shorter one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll the, that. the one where um, they completely shut the guy down about having fresh, fresh yeah, that's, beef. That's fucking funny, though. But no, I was just talking about the other day because I was like, because it, it seemed like my wife, she seems like... Because that's her definition of millennials was different too. That that's what had got me brought up. I was like, because everybody's like they don't want to do anything, they don't want to do anything, they they're lazy. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe they just think it outside the box. Maybe they just they, <sighs> you know what? They just seem not to care about money like everybody else does. Like they they're not apps too. Everybody else is. They're only. It seems what I have picked up from it is, and what it seems like they just they scrape by, and they just do enough just to pay what little that they need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because, like, you know, it seems like we were all brought up to be, like, you have to work, you have to save, you have to... Get married. You stay to- at your job, you you try not to leave, you try to, to, to work your way into a company and become part of it and stuff. And it seems like the new attitude is, if I don't like this job, I'll just find a different one. Welcome to the new show, everyone. <laughs> Three crotchety old men bitch about the next generation. I'm not bitching about it. I Because they, they, they say now that you will change your profession seven times in your lifetime now instead of just finding somewhere to work and just working yeah but i mean that's but we're guilty of that too we do that every day what to each other i fucking hate work yes i fucking hate this job but we stay there yeah like what i see the trend of what people do is that i hate this job and And then they just stop showing up see i just go home and Bitch to my wife, and I bitch to Matt, and then Matt bitches to me, <laughs> and then and then that's 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 how we get through our days, bitching about how much we hate our day. Yeah, but maybe if if we didn't have that attitude, I thought you got through your day with booze. See, I was gonna start doing the Kyle and and having. Did you get home and just drink? I mean, I, I just don't like to drink and drive. That's, that's why. That's what I, I, I don't hear. Like to drink at work. I hear that from you. I hear that from my dad. Like I get home, you're like go home and make myself a stiff drink, and. Then, <laughs> Yeah, my parents, and he comes home, and the first thing he does is have himself a big old vodka and or in uh, uh, cranberry or Forget fucking Crown Royal and squirt or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't get to drink every day though, because like I go to school two nights a week. I do the show. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Monday. That's so Wednesday. No time to drink. That's Thursday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and then like I try not to drink a lot <clears throat> while I do my homework. Don't they call that a nightcap? You have a nice little drink before you go to bed. 
Well, I think it defeats the purpose. A drinker five. <laughs> I think I think it defeats the purpose. He wants to deal with all this stuff while he's drunk, right? <laughs> so I don't. I, and I don't want to drink every night either. Yeah. I don't want that to be my. I want to do it because I enjoy it. Yeah. I don't want to do it to. I don't want it to be my one hundred percent reality escape. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like we went to go see Logan. Yeah. I met you at the theater. You were there like an hour and a half before I was because I was walking around bars drinking. Yeah. But I was I do it because I enjoy it. I don't want to do it because I am escaping. I don't want to do it because I'm unhappy, and I don't want to do it because I have to. Yeah. And so if I don't do it every day, You're only thing it just it just the nights when I do, I just do it a lot. You make up for the I days you did it. <laughs> well, I mean, and I don't want my liver to explode. Yeah. We're all not relatively old in this room. I mean, we're in our, our early mid and thirties. <laughs> I was going to say early, mid, and late 30s, but, you know, it's we we span the the 30s age gap in this room. and But it's just now there's more things out there. There's more things that when we were growing up and our parents were growing up weren't necessarily considered a job. If you would have went back in, back in 96 and told people, hey, there's going to be a thing called YouTube. And you're going to have kids that are eight, nine years old making millions of dollars doing YouTube. You would, just recording themselves you in the video games. You would have called, you would have said, you're crazy. Yeah. And you, if you would have said that YouTube is a full-time career, you can stay home and work. All you got to do is pull out a vi- put out a video and you get paid that by how like many you're people. Masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or this sounds like you're <laughs> masturbating. But you put out a video <laughs> of you playing video games or doing anything, anything. And or just complaining about your life, and you're going to get paid depending on how many clicks it gets, and it can turn into a profession. You would have been like, "You're crazy." Yeah, but I think that's where the smart thing is with this, like, I guess, I guess millennials and stuff is. Is I see that is thinking outside the box now. They they it's finally I don't know it's finally sees like a generation of people that are like you know what I'm not doing things the way that always has been done. I'm going to try to do things differently. Yeah, and you know what. <clears throat> Maybe if more people in life bounced around a little bit and and tried different things, maybe they would it would they wouldn't be like us where we're bitching about the crappy job that we have because they're you know they're not doing ev- what everybody else is. They're not just you know what I mean. Just you know like like they say oh they don't want to go to school they want to do this you know school's expensive now and part of the reason school's expensive now baby boomers is because of them yes because yeah. of. They and they've figured out these systems that look at the stuff we can make money on. Yeah, and I think part of it is is, is millennials and anybody that's trying to do anything to better themselves now. They're realizing that it's it's taking it's triple as hard as it once was. And yeah. when baby boomers and like baby w- boomers when they were looking for a job, they could just go in say, "Hey, I want this job," and you know they say, "Oh, what do you have?" and this and this and well, that's and, it. And and you know. College then was five thousand dollars a semester. Yeah. yeah, which even if you do inflation, it's still a lot cheaper. Well, it's still and it's, it was still easily more easily achievable. Like, what was the, you know, it was like dollar seventy three or something was minimum wage mm-hmm. then or something. But if you look at the inflation from there until now, that's it's not the same. It's yeah. if you compared to that wage then. To the wage it was before they've raised it, it was less. Well, I mean, now, so it's, yeah. I think it's what we've done was not we, but what have other generations have done is they've made it harder for everybody to do something. And now that you've made it harder, 
to the point where it it's almost impossible. Because you got to think, if you take a decent loan out to go to college, you walk out of college in debt, forty thousand dollars in debt. So it takes you twenty years to pay it off. That's how can you buy a house? How can you buy a car? How can you really do right. anything when you? Yeah. So then you 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 spend four years in college to get that job that's going to pay you sixteen bucks an hour. How are you supposed to do anything? They've I don't know, and I'm not saying it's that one group of people, but I think that's you can't you can't even live on that. Like there's there's more than half the country you can't live on sixteen dollars an hour. Most most wages to be able to afford a one bedroom apartment and be able to live at the poverty line is like twenty bucks an hour, twenty to twenty five bucks an hour. It just you have to have multiple incomes coming into every household. Yeah. You, it's, it's it's a must it's, in, it's a must <clears throat> yeah and that's why put, i can't wait for my kids to start working so i can finally start <laughs> saving some money <laughs> that's why and, and that's the i think you're making a good point because it, the generation now the younger generation now is you don't want to give me that job fuck you then i will go make my own job mm-hmm. and and they do something online and yeah. that's and that's the way everything is going now is you have the the baby boomers, you know, we had the recession and then you had the baby boomers. So you had the kids coming right out of college competing against people who maybe had No, no, wasn't 20... that called a depression? No, I'm talking about <laughs> the what happened oh, when Bush was ago? president. Yeah. Oh. Um, you had the people that were, you know, maybe had 20, like architect, had 20 years, 30 years as an architect versus kids come. Yeah, yeah of experience versus kids coming right out of college for the same thing. Who are you going to hire? They're competing for the same jobs now. Yeah. So you're, you're probably most likely, you, you weigh your options. You're, are you going to go with the guy that's got experience who's going to try to retire in a couple of years? Or are you going to go with the new kid who's got no experience? And nine times out of ten, they're going to go with the experience and risk it versus the new kid. So that's why all these kids are, are moving back in with their parents because they're taking these they're jobs yeah. and there's no work out there for them. You know, they got lied to. You're going to school and getting a bachelor's in, of music or a bachelor's of arts. What are you going to fucking do with that in the real world? I think that's where a lot of colleges do because and, – and, and, of course, they do it because they – I don't even care. if it, Even if it's a nonprofit, they're in it for money. Yeah. You know, ASU, NAU, they're nonprofit schools. And I know it costs a lot to, to maintain a school, but they're in it for money or it wouldn't cost that much. Yeah. I know they have to pay a lot of people and it takes a lot of infrastructure to do it. And I fucking forgot what I was gonna say. But that's why now you're seeing. I think. God damn it! I think it was California. I think. It was oh, San that's what I was saying. Was a. Uh, but when you're going to college and when you're actually in class, they talk to you like you're really gonna get a job. Like yeah. as soon as you walk out, you're guaranteed a job. Like well, when <clears> you're doing this for, uh, you know, and you know most people don't get to like, you know, and that's one of the things that's real hesitant for me is is. You know, I went to school, and I went to school for something that was going to be cool that wasn't going to pay good. I knew it wasn't going to pay good going to school for it. What's that? When I when I wanted to work in a crime lab. Oh, forensic science. Oh. And the whole time you're in there, they're telling you, you know, when you're out there doing this as a job, when you get, and then you get out there, and you really realize that it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. I I think that's the first thing that schools need to stop doing. Well, their turnover rate is going to be high if you're like, well. You can come in this profession, but uh, good luck getting a job at it. They need to be honest with you. Like, I, I guess you should do your research beforehand. Yeah. yeah. But I think they skew the the percentages as it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I think they should just be honest. You know, like you should really only do this if 
if you're really going to be able to get into it, maybe, you know what I mean? Like maybe the, the bigger growing fields, but then at, at the same <coughs> time, then everybody will f- flux over to like the, what, you know, like remember game design. Mm-hmm. Remember that, remember at one time game designers were making this crazy amount of money. And then, so everybody flocked to it. Everybody did it. And now it's a. Oversaturated. Now it's, it's a hard job to get. Yeah. So I don't know. I well, just, and I, I see this is what these people are, are going through right now. Yeah. You know, walking it, walking out of debt mm. for forty thousand dollars plus, plus their house or if they well, I mean, they look can't at, get that yeah. stuff. Though. Look at our look at our situation right now. We got Trump as president, okay, That's and so you've got weird. you've That's got so weird, right? It is, but you've got all this fake news shit going around, and everything's fake news. Everything's fake news. CNN's fake news. Everyone's fake news. Everyone is turning more towards you. You got. People are getting their news from a twenty-year-old kid on on YouTube. Yeah, where YouTube is becoming more of the mainstream media and the more. I heard YouTube was on its decline, though. They say that all the time, but it you get even online and uh, okay, we'll we'll use a different even online period. People are getting their sources of news from these neutral parties that are not left wing, they're not right wing. They're just delivering you the facts instead of trying to spin the situation like they do on CNN or so you, yeah. So you have these, these obscure news sources like online news swooping in and basically replacing the mainstream media to where you can have a a 19 year old girl go start a blog Hmm. and she can be considered an, a credible source. That's what I'm going to do, you know, or a credible, it's just, it's like you said, it's a situation where they moved in and instead of – it may look lazy, but they've swooped in and they've created jobs for themselves. Because like I said, when we were kids, you would have never have thought you could be making money, making stupid videos. Playing video games. Yeah. Your yeah. your friend that you posted on YouTube of getting hit in the nuts and getting <laughs> a million views is going to bring you a shit ton of money and, and start a career for you. Right? I don't, don't, don't want to be mole man. <laughs> look at look at Pew, like I know you don't like PewDiePie, but look at PewDiePie. Who would have thought someone who who I fucking hate that guy, the racist guy? So glad like goofed around about video games and like did video game playthroughs would be a millionaire. You know, it's stupid voices and stupid yeah, edits, and it's insane that that was turned that's turned into a job, and it's a credible job now. Like you can go to school to guy. do that. It's yeah. it's it just blows my mind. Well, I noticed that like at the. Uh, you could take now. You could. It's cool. You can take college classes on inking. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. To be a fucking tracer. <laughs> I was thinking about doing it. I want to be a tracer. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. That's cool to be a tracer. I am not a tracer. I will. I will. You do are a darker drawing... line over said designated <laughs> yeah, line. You are drawing a darker darker line over said designated line that someone else put there. <laughs> what are you? You're a fucking tracer. <laughs> Uh, but no, that I don't know. That was just my <clears> question. Yeah, I was just curious because everyone seems to be. Has, it always moves, though. It does. It's so weird. Like one place would say this, and another place would say that. And I don't know. I was just curious what your guys' thoughts on it were. Yeah, and it is pretty. I don't know. It, it's it's different. I guess where depending on where you look, but I don't know. I would not consider myself a millennial. No, I'm getting hurt. Tra- I, I consider myself X. a Kyle. Yeah, yeah. I can consider myself a willennial. <laughs> Mark that down. That's okay. a thing now. All right. Well, let's let's get into what we. Uh... Well, Jose said he had something. Oh yeah, to you talk got something. About. That's right. 
Just really quick. I was at, at a gas station over by where the shell, shell station is run down. Mm-hmm. Like that Circle K that's there. So I went to go fill up. And some guy went up to me asking for money. And he gave me this, this like, sob story. So his sob story was. You wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> his mom had kidney stones. And he wanted to visit her in the hospital. So he's trying to get bus money? Or he asked me like for five bucks. That motherfucker's like, I don't want to take the bus. I want a fucking Uber. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, with all the stuff that we that I've heard with mixtapes or I ran into gas, this is the most elaborate so far. <laughs> the kidney hey, stones. It's exactly kidney what we're stones. talking about, though. You know, he, he he's got to think outside the box. Yeah. The the, the out of gas and the you know that stuff's played out. Everybody's you know you gotta you gotta come yeah, in new and fresh. Stones. Yeah, that's new. I never heard that before. See, I mean, that that was worth a buck. So you're like, I had a stroke, motherfucker, and you yeah. get in your car and drive away. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking upped you, bitch. <laughs> Fuck your kidney stones. I wish I had kidney stones. Right. No, you don't. Well, compared to a stroke. Well, yeah. But now, now you don't want kidney stones. <laughs> no, I don't. But, but I, I thought that was weird. PBs. Did you guys yeah. ever hear anything? I've never heard that, no. I usually get out of gas or... I usually, Lately, I've just got... I don't even get I don't know Like one lady came up to me She said everything in Spanish Yeah And I just said I don't have any money So she walked away <laughs> That's what I tell them I tell them Oh no. I paid everything With with this, with the card I no tell people dinero. that all the time though Dude you live We live in a world Where everybody uses a debit card man They're Yeah Fucking yeah. everybody's got cash No dinero I don't know I, I usually just say I don't have money Or I just spent the last cash I had Because a couple times I've tried I get burned Where I'm like Oh hungry please help Well here you go I bought you a meal. I don't want a fish sandwich, yeah. motherfucker. I don't want this. I'm allergic. Want, yeah, or, you know, I bought you a meal. I don't want this. I want money. No. Okay, then. I well, think I told you, you guys, my, me and my sister went to, um, uh, was it Freddy's? And we got, like, a iced tea, like, wrong. So I was like, oh, I don't want this iced tea. And this, there was a homeless lady. I'm like, hey, do you want a free drink? And she said, oh, what kind of drink is it? I'm like, does it matter? Yeah, right. Hey, if you don't like iced tea, you don't like iced tea. Yeah, but like she's if, homeless. If I was there and they would have said, hey, you got a Diet Coke? I would have said, pass. Well, would you drink a Diet Coke or would you drink puddle water? Puddle water. <laughs> All right. Is it Diet Even if it makes water? you sick because it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, when you're homeless, I would think anything would be good compared to Except not having iced anything. tea. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> puddle water. Puddle water. <laughs> that shit was so funny. The fucking... <laughs> Oh, that shit was fucking... I drink... When she was on X, she drank puddle water. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Nope. What's it called? Uh, Dave and... Oh, uh, um, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Yeah. Oh, no. I... That shit's fucking funny. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's funny. The movie's pretty funny. But that was the only thing I had. <laughs> Kidney stone. It's a new one. When he busted his phone out and he had like this big, long, elaborate thing, I thought it was going to be something like... Something Real juicy. long. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like... Please help have kidney stones. <laughs> I have I have notes like other topics, but but like that's that's the world we live in now, where people that aren't homeless go and panhandle because it's easier and they make more money panhandling. I've been thinking about doing that. Than you or make working an honest job. I've been thinking about panhandling. Make a lot of money. Put your kids out there. <laughs> I was just gonna hold a dog because that seems to be everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yeah, like you a family. See, you always see homeless people with dogs everywhere. I was gonna get a stuffed dog though because I don't like real dogs. <laughs> I just, you're, you're just, I just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's I thought crazy. about renting my dog out. 
<laughs> to homeless people. Yep. <laughs> Rent them out to panhandlers. Your dog's too obnoxious. They give them a cut of of. Uh, they give 20%. me a cut of the money. Yeah. You just it's on a little thing on the collar. They just stuck. They just stick a few twenties in there. Yeah. They, <laughs> and they send Seven the dog back. Way. You just open. You just unlock it, and there's fucking a couple fucking twenties in there. That's right. Like a vending machine. Yeah, it's like a service fee. <laughs> Uh, you said, well, you have other topics too, Jose? You actually came prepared? Um, it's been a long time. Right? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, what's the difference between a kebab and a shish kebab? Didn't we've we talk about, about this? We can. We decided it's there the type of, it's what's on the, the Oh, kebab. yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the difference between a hotel and a motel? Talked about this too. Really? <laughs> Inside and outside. Yep. Jeez. Um, These were your topics too, Jose. <laughs> I, had, I forgot a lot of stuff. <laughs> when I had He's going down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> Would you blow, rather blow your grandpa or eat out your grandma? Hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one Except I have for is. So when you're sleeping with somebody dead. with a with a girl, is it kind of weird? You don't know what like, to do with the other. Yeah, arm. exactly. Yeah, we talked moving about that and too. stuff like that. Did we talk about that? Yes. Okay, I'll. They, they covered it in mall rats. Yeah. <laughs> it was a metaphor for their whole relationship. Yep. <laughs> it was. You're right. I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, oh, fuck. Walking Dead. Oh. Are you keeping up on Walking Dead, Jose? Yeah. So you watched the last episode with fucking Eugene? Yep. Oh, damn it. That's what think- I meant to fucking intro myself as. Eugene? Dr. Smarty Pants. Oh, that's right. You can redo it. You got to wear the... Um, the mullet. <laughs> Dr. Smarty Pants. <laughs> I, See, I should be Dr. Smarty Pants, and you should be haircut. <laughs> Wisconsin Waterfall. <laughs> what Red did you ne- think? Redneck Waterfall. Redneck Waterfall. Uh, What'd you think of this episode, though? Um, And this isn't... I guess when everybody hear this, there'll be a whole other episode out already. Yeah. Yep. So the only thing that I didn't understand was those three girls. Is he supposed to sleep with them? Or? No, that was he was specifically yeah. told not to. Oh, really? He could do anything like but have sex with them. Yes. So if he wanted a quickie or a handy or a yeah. blowy or those were good, except there, for there was no penetration. Okay. Yeah. No vaginal penetration. Okay, that's. I was worried or I was confused about that. And then but. they tried to play him like a fool. Yes, they did. And Eugene make those no pills. Mm-hmm. I I think I even sent you that text message when, um. Negan was saying that. I was like, don't worry, Negan. Eugene's a watcher, not a participator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just likes to watch. That's all right. By next season, Negan's going to be fucking walking on his head. Yeah. With his feet, too. He's going to be bent <laughs> in half like a rainbow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If he leans back any further. I just don't. Like, why? What? I don't understand that, like, Negan doesn't do that in the comic books. He doesn't have this crazy lean every no. time he fucking has something to say. That's like dramatic. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, he is par- he is he is practicing for the Savior's Limbo competition. <laughs> he he does not want to lose. He, he wants can to win anyway. He doesn't yeah. have to fucking. He train just for throws it. them in the in the furnace. Yeah, if they win. But it's just like it's like like he gets <clears throat> leaning like he's he's gonna fall over one of these days. Yeah, dude, he's gonna be like talking to Rick. Right before the war, and he's gonna lean back so far he's just gonna fall. <laughs> His back break. <laughs> It's just like I mean, I just don't get the the arch thing. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. I guess it's just Jeffrey Dean Morgan's twist on that character, but I guess 
I don't I don't know if we really need him. Maybe Lucille's just too heavy for him. So when he puts him on when he puts her on his shoulder, he just fucking tips backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're really doing things different than the comic. Maybe he's yo- doing yoga. That's well, what it is. They're like reaching the comics, so they have to start straying away. No, the comics got a good lead on them, but they still got s- at least fifty issues on them. Yeah, um, well, maybe a little bit more because we're not at the we're we're in the beginning of they're That'd really be one, drawing what, out fifteen when the all war. Out war started. Yeah, they're really drawing out all out war though, and it's I told you that's different. what they were gonna do. It's kind of different than the comic though too. It's that'd not, be the the season finale was them starting to. The I war. think that's what I was saying. Remember. Yeah, and I think the season finale is going to be them ending the war, and then when they come back for season eight, it's going to be the time skip. I don't think they're going to do the time skip. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I, I think they're going to they're going to do not do that. Well, let's see, because yeah, they're introducing kid groups that aren't in the comic, like the the junkyard kids, the junkyard kids, the fucking mullet boys. <laughs> the mullet boys. <laughs> when, I, when I first saw that, I was like, "Is that Android or uh, what's her name?" Who Andrea? Um, no, 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 no. She died. Yeah, she died. Um, What's the group that wears the skin? Oh, the Walkers or the Whispers? Yeah, I thought that Alpha. was Whispers. I was like, no. If no. she was bald, I would have came close to thinking maybe that's what it was. But they, I like that they're doing it though. I really do. Yeah, because now we're not like we're kind of throwing off a little bit because they're doing it a lot different. Yeah, they are. Like, I think the only reason. You know the kingdom is going to come into it is because they're. I, it looks like they're going to be attacked. Someone's going to narc on that they were hiding Daryl there, and then Negan's going to attack them. Yeah, and then they're going to have no choice but to enter it. Right. Yeah. That's that's what's going to happen. But I think I think Rosita and Big Boob Girl are going to end up going to the ocean side. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks that. like from the next episode. Yeah. Rosita in uh, Tara. Yeah. Oh, Tara. I could watch her run all day. <laughs> they, they should do. They should. They should do like a, a like a, a Baywatch, Baywatch scene with her. <laughs> that damn shit. It's knocks, fucking smacking her in the she chin. She knocks herself out, and then she gets surrounded by walkers, and someone has to sound, save her. And the she just drifts off in the ocean. <laughs> I'd rather see Rosita do that. Her her right. personal flotation devices keep her afloat. <laughs> she floats out to the boat, and they're fucking. She's on. Uh, this is probably why we don't have she, any female listeners. She's a we fear, fucking alienate she, them all. She floats out, then she runs into Fear the Walking Dead. She <laughs> she goes all the way from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean. They run her over. <laughs> they hit her with the boat. They use her as a boat. <laughs> That's what they use to get to shore. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Motorbone. <laughs> Did you watch the newest episode of Modern Family? Travis motorboats her to fucking safety. No, I haven't. Do you still watch it? Do you actually watch the show? I only watch the reruns. She didn't. Um, the middle daughter, um, Ariel Winter. Ariel. Yeah. yeah, she has a hit. She has a boyfriend that she didn't want to tell anybody about. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to him, and he's kind of like a nerdy guy that works at like at the cabinet or the closet place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was. He was describing this chick that kind of likes him, and he's like, and she works at a coffee shop, and she was like, you know, there's this guy there that asked me if I wanted to. Uh, about going on a motorboat. But <laughs> 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 she mentioned it twice. I don't know what he meant, but I wouldn't mind. I don't even know if he has a boat. <laughs> but I just thought that, like, and they mentioned it twice because, you know, her fucking huge fucking knockers. Looks yeah. like puppies fighting under a blanket. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like sweaty yams. <laughs> Those are my smell like wa- sweater watermelons. Uh, but <clears throat> I don't know. I they focused a lot. Maybe that's what. Maybe Eugene's gonna die. I don't think so. Because they're really focusing on him. He's gonna be there, and he's already given away the recipe to make bullets. Did he give it away, or he said he just said he knows how to do it? I thought it. he gave it to Rick already. He might have given it to I, Rick. I'm already. pretty sure before the Glenn and Abraham and all that, before that episode, he had given it away. He beforehand and said, "I know how to make bullets." So yeah, he may not. I I think, but he talked about that warehouse. So I was wondering if he's actually going to use it. Use that same warehouse, but that just that brings them very close to Alexandria. Yeah. Because it's not yeah. far away from it where, you know, that, that that's somewhere where him and Abraham could just, like, trail off to and not yeah. and not, it's, it's not be noticed that they're gone. Really. Right. So that, I don't remember exactly where it was, <clears throat> but that brings that, if, because that's what he said, I have a place where I can make bullets. That's where he told Negan that episode. Mm-hmm. So that brings, that brings the saviors very close to Alexandria. Yeah. Like as a concept, so maybe that maybe that's gonna play into it. Well, he didn't actually say where. <laughs> he said he had a facility, right? To, to but make, he didn't say where it was. But we so. know where it's at. That's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. That I'm just saying that's I'm just building off no, of that, saying that they can mm-hmm. that that brings them close to Alexandria to make yeah. bullets. So I was just like, I think he's just he's doing what he did at the beginning when he first came in the series and kind of just lying to save his own life. Uh huh. And that's when, you know, he's telling all the girls he's got all these PhDs and shit. And remember, he went, he went back to D. that. <laughs> he went back to that same lie that he told Abraham and Rosita. And he said, I worked for the CDC. I worked for the disease, infectious disease. We were trying to cure this thing. Mm-hmm. And he says it's top secret. Like, I have a cure. I know a cure for it, but it's top secret. That so shit doesn't mean nothing now. We're in the zombie yeah. apocalypse. No, I know, but he's he's replaying that same yeah. that same lie to to save his life because it makes him more valuable. Just like when you now see, he's going to be up Shit's Creek. Well, yeah, because they went and killed their doctor, and now Doctor Smarty Pants is all they have. <laughs> yeah, you know? and they said that too. We said we have another doctor. You know, it, it, he came up with one good idea to to smelt steel over the walkers on the fence to to preserve them. And then decided to announce to the world that he was gifted some pickles. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pickle fucker. Yeah. I was gifted these pickles. <laughs> well, I, like when he got a, you. I like when he got a little ballsy with the uh, number 62. Yeah. And he's like, do you know who I am? I report directly to Negan. Oh. And, yeah. he, t- and he took a sock monkey? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> he just ran with a bunch of stuff. He got a pen- bedpan. But I think he's gonna. Uh, I mean, do you think he's gonna stay, or do you think he's gonna like escape, or what? I mean, like what? I think he'll escape. You think he's him gonna... ex- escape? Yeah, I think he will. I think he's gonna switch sides when he gets that. When I think when the actual war breaks out, maybe he'll backpedal yeah. back over there or something. I don't know. But then we're also forgetting the Dwight side of everything is. It, it's I'm, getting closer. It's hard to say what direction they're going. I think, I think they're gonna anyways. kill him. It's hard to say if he's going to switch sides or not because it doesn't seem like it, they kind of hint at it, but then it, it doesn't seem like he's going to because he goes right back to to Negan and fucking lies about his wife to Negan, you know. And when she writes a whole letter about basically that he's a fucking idiot and can't remember anything, <laughs> short term memory is fucking crap. Yeah, 
and that it's her fault that he's the way he is and that he doesn't like Daryl because Daryl reminds him of who he used to be and just reaffirming everyone's original, you know, proclamation that they're the same fucking character. Right. You know. I think they're going to kill Dwight, though. I still do. I think so, too. I think something's something's going to come about and that he's going to have to pay the price for I think for he it. switches sides. He tells Rick in their army everything they need to know, and then he and catches... And Gerald shoots him with his crossbow. No, I think he's going to catch Lucille. I think he's going to catch Lucille. I think I think he's Daryl's going to kill him, and then he's going to run out of two crossbows. <laughs> he's going to have double crossbows. <laughs> he's dual wielding. <laughs> du- dual wielding crossbows. He's going to be standing on top of his motorcycle with his foot on the with two crossbows, just just yeah. driving through and shooting walkers in the head. Doesn't even have to aim. He automatically hits him in the forehead. With Carol driving like, the, yeah, the bike. The fucking, yeah, she's in the third car. <laughs> <laughs> he's like John Wick with crossbows. <laughs> his automatic headshots. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. He's double tapping everybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what it is. (laughs) Stupid. Do you think Carol will be in the war? Yes. I think think she's going to... What happens is she's she's going to find out because, you know, they lied to her. Daryl lied to her, you know, didn't tell her. Yeah. He didn't lie to her. He just withheld information. And I think she's gonna skew the truth. Yeah, I think she she just he just left out a chunk. And I think she's gonna find (laughs) out. I think she's gonna get pissed off, and she's gonna have no choice but to get into this. I think it's gonna be Carl, and that might also be the. I think that might also be the the wild card. Carl is gonna be the one that fucking spills the beans. You think so? He's gonna go out there. He's gonna go out there somehow, or like come across. He's gonna get all the way to the kingdom. Well, I think they're gonna go to the kingdom again for something at some point. And he's gonna go out there, and he's gonna run into her, and he's gonna spill the beans that <laughs> they're dead, and Carol's gonna get pissed. But and I think, and I think, I also still think that she's gonna be the final straw that brings Ezekiel totally into this. Like she's gonna come in, like she's, she's gonna look like a Rambo she and tells. shit, and she's gonna be fucking <laughs> yeah. with the war pain and stuff. Yeah, and fucking red hit bandana on. <laughs> She's gonna go the back muscles to everywhere. <laughs> the Carol that took out uh, um, train station. Yeah, took out terminus. Terminus. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's what's gonna happen. Maybe she'll go rogue and she'll be like invisible the whole episode, just running <laughs> around, fucking. Her cloak of invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> you just see like you'll just see like this this little bush rustle, and it's really her. <laughs> lightning strike! Lightning strike! I'm out of mana. <laughs> <laughs> at least <laughs> it was a good episode, and at least we didn't have any shitty CGI this time. Oh my god, it was so <laughs> terrible! Shitty CGI backgrounds, and I thought Rick is gonna like lose his hand after he like put his hand on the zombie. We talked about that, and I was just like, "They're not gonna do that." Now there's it's, rumors it's too of, late. Is Rick infected? Oh, well, it's, if you pay attention to the show, dumbass, you realize he's been infected since season two. Yep. When they all learn that everyone's infected. But he's no, I, I think it's fine. It was just a test, so I don't. <laughs> I don't think they were doing it to infect him, but yeah. I think they're doing it. They're just doing it to show his strength. Yeah, his and particular I, set of skills. Yes, and he got. I have a particular set of skills. He got help from uh, what's her name. Michonne? Michonne. Yeah. His booty. Girl's his got booty. his back, yo. Yeah. Use the walls, Rick. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Use the walls. <laughs> Go to the light, Rick. <laughs> Coral. Get 
Use the walls, Rick. <clears throat> oh my god. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. But I like how Dwight remembered to bring the pretzels and beer. And leave him. Where do you think his wife is now? Halfway to fucking fucking dead. The junkyard kids. <laughs> Probably. I think she's dead. What if she gets picked up with from the Alexandria city? I think Daryl will run into her on his way since he's heading back to Hilltop. I think he runs into her. And he fucking waxes her so him and Dwight are really even more like each other. Yep. <laughs> then we heard this song again. Or he puts a crossbow on her head. I was pissed. <laughs> Easy Why? Street, dude, so was I. I was so mad. But I think they were I think they were showing how close the episodes are together. Yeah, I think so too. Like from from Daryl leaving to Eugene showing up. I think they were showing how close it is that that song is still playing. Yeah. Hmm. Which doesn't match, too, because the song's, like, newer than the fucking timeline of the show Like, is. well, because it makes sense, though, because, so he's starting to play it. So Dwight goes to check um, on Daryl's cell, and he's gone. Yeah. And he finds the piece of paper, and then that's when he gets put in there. So it makes sense that they play that song. I think again. that's why. I think that was to show you the... I did not put that together until you just said it. <laughs> That's how I took it as they're trying to, because they're trying to make it look like everything's happening. You know, there's not spans bam, bam, of, bam. yeah, there's not spans of time. Everything is, they're you know, is happening real time. Yeah. It's, it's continuously going. And then I was pissed. I was like, "Fuck that song." <laughs> yeah, there's these events are. You know, I granted it's episode by episode basis, but these epi- these events are taking place in the span of a day or two, and not yes, and not over like weeks, weeks or yeah. months or anything like that. Normally, it's it's spans of time. Yeah, they're not doing that with this. No, it was a good episode. I thought it was a little. T- they really need to bounce back and forth more. That makes the show a lot better. Yeah, is is you get small chunks of what everybody's doing. They need to stick with that because it, it, it focused a little too much on Negan, Eugene. It was just a little too much. Well, now they have a whole new group of people that they have to introduce, so. That's, oh, shit. Welcome to. Ready for the hum. Uh, welcome yep. to Arizona because it is back to air conditioning yeah. time here. That's right, especially in this room. Because, I mean, what is it? It's it's a whole 80 degrees <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that's warm? I feel like it's a little warm in here. I'm all right. I'm fine. Oh, well, fuck both of you. <laughs> I'm leaving it on for a minute. So what else is there? Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed the episode, too. Like I said, I enjoyed seeing the backstory of Dwight, and even though I already know what it is, you kind of get that whole just, you know, it, it's reintroducing people who maybe only watched the show to this character. Um, I thought there were some good moments in there for Eugene. You can definitely see that he's in fight or flight mode and he's, he's just lying to make himself, to make himself important so they don't kill him. Maybe they find out that he's actually doing it to infiltrate him. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's just playing the part and, and meshing in to find weaknesses or something or or to report back maybe it's part of a plan or I something. just I just think that there's too much there's too many important events still in the comic that Eugene plays to even even currently to kill him off in, yeah. the, in the show I think I, 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 I honestly think that your Michonnes your Ricks your Carls 
Coral. Your Eugene. Coral. I think they all have plot armor. I think they all have plot armor to where they're not gonna get like like off. the kingdom. I know there's yeah, one the character armor. in the comic that does not have any plot armor. Well, no, not not king, not Barrel? armor, not little yes. armor, but they have plot armor, which means that they're they're not gonna get knocked off in the show. Daryl's just a show armor. <laughs> well, Daryl's got fan armor. Yeah. No, I was saying in the comic, there's one character that doesn't have any plot armor now. Who? Andrea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. And I think that was, I even kind of think that was a mistake what, to kill her so early on in the show. Oh, it was. But they could have got a better actress to play her. I just think the actress that played her did a terrible job. <laughs> but. Who am I? I'm just a shitty dude on a podcast. <laughs> right? No, no, no. Uh, is that the only song that they play? Is Easy Street? Like, yeah. that's all they have? That's all they've played so far. At that, at as far as the Saviors go, anyways. Well, they played a different song, too. What? Did they play the, Who's they the were... Boss theme? No, that was when, uh, yeah, well, that was because Dwight was watching Who's the Boss. Mm. But I think he means when they're, like, torturing people or they're going after people. I think it's just Easy Street. Oh, so far, yeah. Well, it, that shot, that fucking song does its job because it drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid song. Yeah. It would drive, dude, if I had to listen to that every fucking day, Easy Street. I would, I would <laughs> literally pluck my own eyes out. <laughs> I'd actually go for the ears before the eyes. Then I couldn't hear the song. Yeah. I could see I that it's playing see. and it wouldn't matter. Oh, they put the CD in, but I'm fucking deaf. Or <laughs> just gets, fuck you. Or just get stuck in your head forever. Ugh. If you can't hear it, can't be stuck in your head. They but, start, they hold it up on cue cards. Uh, We're on easy street. That's what you know the song. It gets yeah. stuck in your head. <laughs> it's like that small world song. We got you now, oh. motherfucker. That's why you don't go on that ride at yep. fucking shitty ass lame Disneyland. <laughs> uh, it's made in like the 60s what would your review what would your grade for walking to be the show yeah i gave it an eight yeah i think that's fair i gave it a long easy straight (laughs) (laughs) eight uh all right let's talk about um some some local convention news that kind of goes along with our furry conversation (laughs) that i asked jose about earlier and that's uh phoenix comic-con sending out a questionnaire well i don't think they actually sent it out i think somebody on their team or somebody knows somebody that let them have access to the to send out a mass email to everybody but i don't think it it wasn't for who who made the questionnaire it's a i got it it was a grad student at asu i got it three times Really? Three times I got it. Did you it, answer yeah. it three times? I did not answer it once. <laughs> I just, I opened it up. That's three chances to get your I tickets. actually deleted it. Do you have it still? Um, I deleted it. I think I, I can, might. I can look in my trash. I, I think I might have it. Let me see. I um, think, but what we're talking about is our local con here sent out a um, an email to every... Every potty that's in their system. Every potty? Every potty. <laughs> and what this was, was Sex a, question. It was a Questions. sex and cosplay survey. They were trying to... What would they have to know that? They don't. It's it's for... it's it's. I think it's somebody's at ASU's... Like I think final? it's their thesis. I think that... Yeah, I think it's their... Uh, it's like they're for their master's or something. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm not quite sure. That's so a lot of people. The, the email, it's from Phoenix Comic Con, and the header is Enter to Win Full Event Passes with Survey Participation. Yes, so they they. Um, it says, my name is Connor uh, Lesnar. I am currently in, uh, investigating experiences at conventions relating to how people find true love. And your fuck local, at the convention. Your <laughs> local convention, Phoenix Comic Con, has allowed me to reach out to their attendees so that I can aim to get some data. It'd be amazing if you could take the time to complete the sur- or my survey. As a bonus treat for anyone who does complete my survey, you will be entered in to receive a pair of tickets for Phoenix Comic Con absolutely, absolutely free. All I request is about 20 minutes of your time and a little bit of uh, recollection for some past memories. So when you open it up... It's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is, yeah. Like, you would expect it to be... You would expect it to be, like, dating, like, meeting people at conventions and, and dating or... Um, oh, they shut it down. They shut down the survey. Really? Oh, yeah. They, they, Sorry, the survey is not currently active. They Because they caught a lot of shit for it. Probably. But what it was is it was a sex and cosplay <laughs> about people who cosplay and have sex at the... Do you fuck with the cosplay? Well, one of the questions, I believe, was have you had sex while dressed in cosplay at a convention? At the convention? Yeah. And do you find your do you find sex with your partner more enjoyable when they're dressed in their cosplay? Or um or you know, when what part of co- when do you find sex more enjoyable when cosplayed? And it was like the question was like when my partner's dressed up, when we're both dressed up, when I'm dressed up, when only they're dressed up, things like that. And it was like I answered about five questions. I was like, I'm not doing this. When it, it, it went from multiple choice to like fill in the answer where it like wanted you to write a paragraph about a situation. Jeez. And I was like, no. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And like I was answering it as a joke. I was like, free tickets. All right, cool. I'll just We can give them away on the show to somebody or something, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, if we win those, one of us wins those, we'll just give them away. Yep, it's and I'm gone. answering questions and I'm just like. This is fucking ridiculous. So do they, like, all the people who actually answered before the survey was down, do they still get free tickets? I would hope so. I hope they See, get entered I, in. I think the big uproar was it went to everybody. Yeah. So it didn't matter. It, like, it, it didn't matter. It wasn't based on age. It wasn't based on anything. Like, so anyone who's ever been to registered to, to... To that con. So... That means a lot of kids were getting, and this was my big thing. It's like I looked at it. I yeah, said, you had full dad mode. I did. Well, I, I looked at it and I said, "This has nothing to do with me because I don't cosplay. I don't have sex in cosplay, <laughs> and I don't have sex in cosplay at cons like that. It's not that those aren't things that I do." I should have stayed with a furry. I and I was like, I was like, well, <laughs> then I can answer. We it. have press passes, so I don't even need to enter and to win any. So I just fucking backed out of it anyway. Yeah. But then I was like, once I found out it was for, I just thought it was inappropriate. Yeah. Like they should have, because you have to give them your age when you signed up for Comic Con. They know yeah. your age, so they should have filtered it. But they should they should have filtered it to eighteen and older? Isn't that something they're trying to prevent? They're trying to prevent sexual harassment in situations like this from happening at cons. <laughs> and that was because the thing, they're yes. all cosplay is not consent. <laughs> yes, and, and all that shit. But here they are, fucking sending out. We we need this information. Of do you like to have sex at a convention? Do you like to have sex dressed in cosplay? Do you cosplay? Like it was just like you didn't actually open it and read it. Does your girlfriend oh. cosplay and mm. and things like that? And they were like they were poorly written questions. And the first thing I thought of when 
I read that first cut. The, uh, first, the first cut. cut? Yeah. <laughs> that first, when I read that first cut, I knew this was bullshit. When I read that first question was Jose's story with the furry. Of, don't say question anymore, say cunt. Yeah, with the furry where she told him that she she doesn't mind if her boyfriend's not into it. She just wants him to lead her around. I'm just like, you know, you imagine someone just re- leading their girlfriend around dressed as a furry or dressed in cosplay. Like, it's it, it's just weird. Yeah. A weird question. And I'm sure these cosplay couples, they go and fucking bang out when they're in costume and shit like they're that. They're yeah. Gif, gif, oh, oh my gif, god, gif. you look so fucking hot. It's like I'm fucking the real Laura Croft up in here. Oh. I'm banging oh. you out. Uh, what up, Black Cat? What up, what up Fat Jubilee? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking just see female Wolverine and male Wolverine just fucking getting it on. Oh, fuck. But I just, that's, I mean, like, I didn't care, but I just thought it was like. Or double male. They shouldn't Wolverines. have sent it to everybody. They should have put a little thought into it. And this is just going along with the landscape of our cons now. Like, it, it seems like no matter what our cons are trying to do. It, it catches a shit ton of backlash. It's getting a lot of backlash. <laughs> and no matter what they're doing, it's it's getting a lot of bad press. Phoenix Comic Con's fucking up. They've done quite a few things this year. To, or, to mess it up. They did a blue ribbon first. They sent out this survey. Well, they're not doing the blue ribbon now. They're pay- they actually came out and said they're, gonna they're not going to do that, and they're going to pay everybody. So it's just going to be a first smaller the blue staff. ribbon, then our blue ribbon, then paying staff, and then this now survey. This. It'll be interesting to see how that goes though with the smaller staff. I think it's going to. I think lines will be shit. Will be chaos. Up. Yeah. Well, even with all that, it's always been chaos. The lines yeah. have always sucked. Yeah. They, they've what's happened with the. Is most of the volunteers they don't really care. Yeah, yeah. There's a miscommunication anyway. We've had story after story where it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> where the birds have come. <laughs> no, but we've where we they had where people have so they have all this extra people here who don't really know that just tell you whatever and that you you miss out on stuff because of it. You can't stand here. Yeah. Oh, but you and you and you can stand here. You can yeah. stand here. I think. Oh, I don't know. You know that in. Maybe with the paid staff, maybe with less people that are actually being paid, you might have a better percentage of at least people, people knowing and caring what is going on with this. This is what's going on. You know, they've yeah. been yeah. briefed. They, I think, I think it's a better idea. Which you know, they should have been paying people in the beginning, though. If they're, you know, they don't pretend like you're a nonprofit when you're a profit. Right. <laughs> I wonder how they're doing it with their Minnesota fan fest. Minnesota. Minnesota. They what? do a Minnesota. They they do Minnesota Fan Fest. Who? The guy, the people that are in Phoenix. Yeah. yeah Solberg. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Huh. I I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because he's not a the the people that run Phoenix Comic Con they're not very particularly keen on people that give them bad press. So I'll be interested to see how they handle press this year too because. Well, didn't they say everyone had to resubmit already? Yeah, and, and we've I, had to resubmit, and I did, and I. It'll be interesting to see what they do. We'll get denied this year because they're gonna. I think they'll pick people that are not critical of them, people and, who love them. Yeah, and they're going to fake news it up because I think if you get someone who's who's critical of them, they're gonna rip them to pieces with how bad the line staff's gonna be and how bad the staff and the convention's gonna be since it's going to paid and it's going to a smaller staff. There's going to be less people to cover that area, and I think it's just going to be a bigger shit show. 
I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess Either we get denied. Or, if we get denied, then I'll say yes. Either that or they're going to condense the... Press pass. No, they're going to condense the vendor hall to make it more... Um, to make it more coverable by a shorter staff. And that's not a bad idea either. Take away a lot of the the, the vendors that... The people who make stuff in their garage? Yes. <laughs> well, not just that, but they, they have multiples of the same vendor. Like, Samurai doesn't need two booths. Jordan Comics doesn't need two booths. Jesse James doesn't need two booths. Shark Robot the T-shirt booth doesn't need two booths. Like, you've, you have multiples of these booths in... It's just like, oh, okay, you know, you don't need all that. Yeah. I guess we'll be. I mean, we should be finding out eventually. Eventually, dude, yeah. before May. But it's just, I don't know. It's March. <laughs> yeah, like San Diego Comic Con. They caught. They're they're really close to the like when the cons coming for That's, the tickets. Yeah, next well, we Saturday. Were talk, we yeah. were talking about that too. It's like we're almost. Kyle and I th- are thinking if we're gonna go, we're gonna do what you do and fly out one day and Where fly home because even if we get press passes and can go all four days. We're four months out now. Yeah. Four and a half months out. To to plan a trip, even if you don't... You need a few months than that. More, well, yeah, because normally, normally they do... Normally they do the... It's November. The yeah. Early, we know we're going in November. Yeah, yeah, the early sale is in November. So you have from November to July to save. You almost need almost two grand to go to this convention yep. after a hotel Pretty much for, just to walk in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just that, but like <laughs> your hotel for five nights because hotel rooms are like 300 bucks a night. Yeah. So you need a grand there in hotel in, in, you know, your, however you get there, food for the week. And, That's what I'm saying. Just to walk yeah. in the door, you need two grand to walk yeah. in the door for yeah. of San Diego Comic-Con. And that's just to, to, and you know, and a little bit of spending cash to buy dumb shit. Yeah. And they're cutting it so close this year. And I think. I think they're doing it on purpose. I though. think they are too. They're cutting people, like people who can do it or whatever. Yeah. Well, they're trying to give they're trying to give that turnover rate to give it to people who have never had a chance to go. Yeah. And trying to make it people who go every year are like fuck, I can't go. Which it's too I mean, close. maybe the one and done won't be bad, but you know what? It, it honestly, it's not going to hundred percent break my heart to not go. Yeah. Because we've gone two years and ago, and it's you know what? It's not an intimate setting. It's no. very hard to do anything yep. there yes and 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 everybody should be able to try to go everybody should try to get to go once because it is the Just the end all be all for people who are into pop culture that is the place to end up because yeah. everything's going on there but in all, all actuality it's a it, nightmare <laughs> it's a nightmare well i even thought about putting everybody, i like i told you everybody's nuts to butts i even yes. thought about putting a blast out in the absolute geek chat or on our facebook page that says, listen, I've got, you know, early, I get two chances to go to San Diego Comic-Con. If I get tickets, does anybody want to buy them from me? And that way I continue to get tickets and get that two chances, but let someone else go, you know? So they may not get a chance to go otherwise. Or if they're signed up. Yeah. Yeah, or if you're signed up, hey, you know, I get two chances and I can buy up to three tickets but for the three first time people. only people that have already gone you can buy the tickets yeah. for the first time right it's the second time that you can get it for anybody uh, no well, you can no the first it, one is the returning for, you can buy it for anyone so only as long for as people you, that are returning <clears throat> yeah, no that's for the first one yes for the first one no if you've gone already so you get you get in that early drawing say like kellen never went you can buy tickets for Kellen. Oh, I didn't think you could. I thought it was only yeah, for returning. Yeah, it's, it's always been like that. I thought it was only. I thought the first time was only for people that have gone, 
get to go get to do it first. Mm, and only, you can only buy tickets for people that have gone, and then that gives the second try for everybody else. No, only people that have gone can purchase early, but you can purchase for other people too. Yeah. So if your brother in law's never registered. Yeah, if your brother in law's never went, you can I thought it was only like that. like we've all gone, so we can I can buy tickets for you guys. That's how I thought it worked. No, it's it's anybody. Like if I like the first or the second time I went and you guys wanted to go and it's your first time going, then I could have bought your tickets. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I mean, I'm gonna try, but I, it won't break my heart if I don't. Yeah. Because it's expensive. It's really yeah. expensive. And I looked at flights. It's like two hundred and already. Yeah. It, it, but I. That's my only. So you gotta think that's four hundred dollars round trip. It's that's worth, my only. It's, no, it's one hundred and thirty-eight dollars to fly there, and I was looking at the Saturday. The earliest or the latest is four thirty to five thirty. That's the last flight out. Yep. Oh, that sucks. Because last time we went, it was like six o'clock. Yeah, it was late. No, it was like. Well, you no, guys we flew, got we got like, we yeah, got postponed. Yeah, you guys got bumped a couple times. Because I remember you were sitting in my hotel room, <laughs> waiting. Yeah. Because yeah. I had blisters on my feet, and I was like, I'm fucking done walking around, <laughs> and you were sitting in my hotel room waiting. I mean, it was nice having a hotel close to the, like we did last year, but it was just, everything was just so expensive. And like, I remember I didn't almost get to get the park. Like I almost had to park at the airport. Yeah. Jeez. Because the the hotel has less parking spots than there are rooms. Yeah. And they weren't, and since you had driven there, Mm -hmm. it was one, it was one spot per hotel room. Well, that was for the convention, yeah, but because we booked our, our hotel through. Yeah, but it was already booked. I mean, like, yeah. I found the last parking spot in there is because somebody pulled out and I pulled in. So whoever was already there lost their parking spot. And there was, if you walk through, like I went through to put stuff in my car and stuff, and there, there was never a spot open. Yeah. And it was, I thought I was going to have to park at the airport, and I was just like, you know what, fuck this, is, it's too, this is too hard. Mm-hmm. That's why I just fly out there. I'm never driving over there anymore. Flying's the way to go. But now that we know, like Jose's situation, as long as the badge badge gets scanned, they send you that email. Yeah, because you got yep. it. So they send they mail you your badges. Now, what's to stop you from saying every year buying badges and then selling them? You know, and because you can. I mean, if you got the possibility of four days, yeah, you could just do one day and you could. What? Gonna, they're not going to stop you and ask you for ID. Now they nope. are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, they can't ask for ID. It's, that's, yeah. it's yeah. there's too many people. But I'm just saying us now because we've talked about it. Yeah. We've we've given away our plan. The only the only way it can turn into a plan. shitty yeah. the only way it we can turn into like a shitty situation is if like somehow it gets deactivated and then you have to get them reactivated and they ask you for your ID there. There should be no reason for it to get deactivated. Yeah. Well, the only way they get, de- I mean, there's no way. How would it get deactivated? Well, if you put it like, I wonder if it would happen if you put it like next to a credit card or like your driver's license or something like that. Yeah. Why would it do that? <laughs> is it, the, That's there's, mode. I mean, credit cards do that. Multi pass. I mean, you can you put two credit cards together. They're not gonna. They're not <laughs> yeah. gonna deactivate. But, well, because it happens to gift cards too. I've had a gift card deactivate because it was next to my credit card. I think it's just because they don't fucking scan it right. That yeah. could be too. I think that's what that is. But um, because I've got credit card, I've got cards in my wallet right now that are always next to each other. They don't fucking. But that was just a thought process because I like I want to be able to have that option to go twice. But even I mean to to get t- two chances at tickets because even having that pre-reg doesn't guarantee. Well, I guess I guess there like is I, the, like me. Yeah. I guess there is the call out if you're in our group. 
and you are interested, I guess message us. Well, I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to do that because I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. But <laughs> Plus, I'm, if one of us don't get in and Matt gets in or yeah. whoever. So one of us gets to hang out for yeah. one day and... I would only go one day if, like I said, if I if I get the chance to preview night, I'm gonna buy all the I'm gonna buy all weekend, and the only I'll probably fry it, fly out, fry out. I'll probably <laughs> fly out preview night and fly back preview night, like that's or fly out preview night and sleep on the lawn just to say I did it, and then fly back the next day. Ugh, that lawn. Fuck that. I've slept on it and it sucks. By this time, the only thing I haven't done at San Diego Comic Con is go to Hall H. In I think that's what I would do. If- Next year, fly out this and year. go to Hall H, and then because I you have to spend the whole day for Hall H, yeah, but it's, it'd be worth it. Yeah, those trailers come out anyway, so yeah, that's <laughs> right? why I don't care. Yeah, but it's not the trailer that, that you're going to see because what they do is they have the trailer, then they have the cast come out and they yeah. do like a QA and they do and they it's like a concert, you're in the back and just seeing, yeah, you know, little dots talking. I, yeah, that's why I never. I went can't. In there. I can't say because I wasn't. I've never been in there. I stood in line and got kicked out. <laughs> so you didn't get your your badge or whatever it's called. No, I didn't even make it that far, dude. I was still Jeez. in line. I got kicked out of line for causing a ruckus when the film crew was filming me sleeping. <laughs> you hooked out. I got mad. I woke up and there's a fucking camera in my face. I told her fuck off. Fuck off, fucker. But. And then I was in line to go see Kevin Smith, and then nobody showed up for him anyways because J.J. <laughs> Abrams cleared the the arena out by that. That was the year before. What? No, it was that year. I was, was in the two line. two years ago. I was in line for Kevin Smith, and I would have made it It wasn't last year. It was the year before. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even attempt Hall H last year. Oh, no, he didn't. I was with you the whole time. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> we, we were together the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, it's fun. But it's a convention. Even outside, there's stuff to do. So, it's, it, it's really a convention. You could, you could, if you're in the, if you're going there for something specific, you could do it all in one day, like Jose does. Yep. You just got to constantly be moving. You got to be like, I don't have time to eat. Yeah. Here. But you have to take something to snack on, and that's it. Yeah. Like I did. Grab something to eat in the airport on your way home, or yeah. before you head to the that's airport. That's what we did. We sandwiches. Got, we got something before when we were flying out. Everything mm-hmm. was closed except for that lady. Yep. But I, I think that's what I'll do too. But I mean, that, you got to think right now. Then, then it's four. It's two hundred dollars a fly. It's one thirty eight each way. So two. So we'll say two seventy five. Yeah. yeah. And then it's it's fifty bucks for the pass. It's also just a nice break from the fucking heat of Arizona. Yeah. But last year wasn't because it was so fucking humid. It was hot and humid. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. And I mean, it's just it's Dude, just a lot of money to do. It was like yeah. it's worth it. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you're just like, you know, oh, there's The Walking Dead, 3,000 yep. people. It's humid to the point where, like, you stepped out of the air conditioning hotel and you were pouring sweat oh. while you were st- just standing there waiting for the bus. Yeah. That sucks. I would rather have my cons more intimate. You had to have like at least. Like at Dave Buster's? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I carried, like, two shirts around in my backpack at all times because you would sweat through one. Like, I, I was in line to do the pitch for my show with Adult Swim, and I went over to the Robert Kirkman signing, and I had I had just sweat through my last shirt that I had in my bag and because it was so humid. And, Rob, and that's why I didn't get a picture with Robert Kirkman, and he called me uh, 
he fucking started um, heckling me because I didn't want a picture with him. I helped you. I helped with that. Though. Yeah, you, you did, but you know that's that's why I was like no, because I, I I was fucking Fuck sweaty it. and shit. Fuck it. You don't want to. I don't want to be next to you when I'm a sweaty man. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I'll think about it for sure if I decide not to go or if I'm only only one day. I'll definitely consider throwing that call out there. But yeah, I don't know. They're not going to be free. And <laughs> and it always seems like when it's the day to buy tickets, I'm always like super broke. Yeah. Even, even, I don't know. This yeah. year, this year I played it smart though. I've been stashing money away. I was like, I don't know when they're going to come. I don't know when they're coming. So I've been, I've been stashing the money. So I was waiting in November. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this screwed a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, this is better than last year. Cause at least I give you a week's notice. Last year they announced on Wednesday tickets go on sale Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah, and this at least Saturday, they're like Saturday, Saturday. this time at least they gave you a week's notice. But now they screw all the general the general admission people out because how far away is general admission? Yeah. I bet you they do it in April at the end of April or something. Yeah, I so, bet you they do it exactly one month. So yeah, six. April that gives you May, June, in a month and like two weeks in July. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've been anticipating going, you're. You should have saved. Yeah. Who's here? Killing? I don't know. I can't see. I just heard a door open. But That was a bird. <laughs> Another yeah. bird? Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it's weird what, uh, how they're doing things this year. And I really think it is to, to deter a lot of people from coming. I just think it's just another thing they do to make you jump through hoops. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're, because they have to, there's, there's too many people trying to go. But it's not just that. So you're gonna get. They're doing pre-reg, and then they got to do general admission, and then they got to do the. Um, they do pre-reg, general admission. And then you have to wait for your fucking hotel, and and shit like that. So it'll be crazy. Well, you want to do some news, or you want to do a con- let's do con- <coughs> let's do comic review. Uh, well, do you guys want to talk about Logan real quick? Did you want to wait to the very end? Oh, you can't do that now, huh? No, I can't. Okay, let's talk about Logan. All right, this is the point where uh, you're either going to shut the show off for a couple of days or you're going to... A couple hours, I mean, or... Or until you fucking yeah. watch it. So, we all, Thursday, we all went and seen Logan. Yes, we did. Separate and together. Yep. <laughs> together is one, but Matt, separate. Matt seen the 8 o'clock showing, and Jose I and I went to the 9.45 showing. Oh, you guys went to 9.45? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to eight ten showing in a very comfortable theater. Hey, the comfortable the theater I went in was comfortable as shit. I got to recline in a chair, and I was like, "This." Is we nice. didn't get good seat, or we did get good seats, but it's not the ones I wanted. They weren't way up at the top, right in the, in the middle, middle, huh? Yeah, those we ones saw, were too, like, they were close to that. Right. Yeah, I mean, you. They yeah, were, we still saw it, but <clears throat> I don't know. The screens are pretty big. I, I being centered up doesn't really bother me, or not being centered up. Yeah, I don't really care that much. You're gonna get my full review in my Matt and the Matinee episode that comes out, but I just figured since Kyle and Jose are here, we should. And we all seen it. We all yeah. seen it. I just, actually went to the movie theater. Yeah, and seen I was it. shocked. Drunk, but drunk. You I went was there. drunk as shit. When I, I was shocked because Andy actually messaged me and he was like, "How was Logan?" And I was talking talking to him about it, and he was like, "Did you go with Kyle?" I was like, "Fuck, Kyle doesn't go to the <laughs> movie theater." I was like, I'll be shocked if Kyle goes to the theater. And then when you fucking commented on his post, I was like, fuck, Kyle actually went to the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, damn. I actually went. It was awesome. I'm, I mean, I'm going to go to the movies probably four times this year now. 
Yeah. Because I'm going to go to see Spider-Man. Guardians. I'm going to go see Guardians. You already saw Logan. And I've already seen Logan, and I'm just, I think there's one more movie I want to see. No. <laughs> it looks good, but I might, I might wait. I might see Thor. Ragnarok. Yep. But I think there's one more movie coming out this Power summer. Power Rangers. Star Wars. That was the other one. That was the other trailer. It was Power Rangers. That was yeah. as ours. Because that's what you said during that, too. Because it started up, and I said, Power Rangers. And I you can't went, wait to not went, see it. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to see it. I think I'm going to pass on I've it. I've had people ask, message me and beg me to see it so they don't have to. Who <laughs> begged you to see it I've so had a, I've had to. a couple of listeners, Lance included, or maybe it wasn't Lance, but um, it, might have been, it might have been Joe, but someone in, messaged it and said, I can't wait for this review so I don't have to see this movie. <laughs> uh, I can't cool. remember who it was, but it has. Ha- I'd have to look, but it, it has happened. They threw a lot of money for that movie, and I don't think they're making it back. I don't know. I don't know. That's what it was. That was the first one was Power Rangers. Yeah, uh, the shitty one. Yes, the shitty one was Power Rangers. I remember now. I was wasted when I first walked in there. I can't believe they didn't make the black guy a black ranger. Right, that would have been the racist. Asian guy and black ranger, that would have been racist. And then they make a racist joke about it. I'm yeah. black. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but um, so what did you guys think of the Deadpool short that's online? Now? I thought it was. Oh my god, that's so cool. It was. I I liked it. I like the. I like the other one better. The one that that, that Ryan the Reynolds put out. The one that's today online. or yesterday. Yeah. The full one. The yeah, the one's like 15 seconds longer. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was cool that there was there was a Stanley cameo in the trailer. That's yeah, yeah. He's just he's just pile him in there. But it was he's not going to make it to Deadpool too. That's why he did it. The weird thing is, is it wasn't a trailer though, because they rolled the Marvel start and like started the film, and then it was the Deadpool. Because when I saw that, I was like, "Is Deadpool this movie?" That's what I said too. They they, instead of doing a mid series, a mid mid the mid credit, they put it at the beginning of the film. There is no end credits, right? And that's they because they get it at the beginning. Yeah, that's awesome. They should all do that. Then we don't have to sit through fucking all the credits. All the credits. Do it at the beginning. Fuck them. Who cares? It's the same. Right. I enjoyed that. It wasn't. It wasn't technically a Deadpool two trailer, but it was a it was a Deadpool like for as much you almost we should have expected it for. As many Wolverine and Logan and and Wolverine and <laughs> references that he yeah. does in, why wouldn't there have been right? And it was kind of you know it was kind of hey Deadpool's still here. It was kind of yeah. it wasn't really a trailer, but it was kind of a remember me, I'm still around thing. So I thought that was actually cooler than actually. I, I think it was more of a reminder to you. That's kind of how I took away from it. It's like. Everyone going to this, like, you know it's going to end. You know this is the final movie. You know this is the end of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. It's kind of like a, it was kind of like a don't worry, we still have got Deadpool. Remember how much you loved Deadpool? Yeah. Kind of thing. But I just think it was know. just to keep keep Deadpool, you know, let you Relevant. know, hey, we're still here. Yeah. You know, I, I liked it, though. I thought it was funny. I thought it was ballsy of them to play the original Superman theme the entire time he's well, in the phone booth. Isn't Fox, didn't? Fox make Superman? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure on that one. But but still, just the fact that they played that theme song the entire time he's in the well, phone. Well, it gives it to the sarcasm of Deadpool, yeah. so it even works out better. Like, who the... F- I, you know, just even like the whole thing, like he goes into a... a phone booth. A phone booth and change. Yeah. It's funny. It, the whole. Th- and you have all the ref- all these references around, like on the phone booth. It was written that um, what Nathaniel... 
Summers mm-hmm. is coming. coming with a CU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the Logan picture posters everywhere, and then you have the Firefly one in the background, and like opening tonight, Logan on the <laughs> yeah the marquee. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was. I thought it was cool, and then that stupid man at the sea thing at the end. Yeah, man yeah. in the sea. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I fucking paused it, and you know, you I, I couldn't it. make it bigger, so I'm like squinting to look at it, and I'm pausing <laughs> it, and I'm, I'm reading it, then I'm playing it, then pausing it again, so yeah. that I could get up, and it's that's all it was. Was yeah, the guy went out to sea, he was having a bad day, he has a bad day out at sea, he got the like a like 18 foot marlin, yeah, and he gets eaten by sharks. He tries to. He kills two sharks and he drops a harpoon in the water and starts a red lobster. And then he gets back and then uh, he was so exhausted that he he just goes to sleep and everyone saw the huge the the skeleton of the huge marlin and they start bringing him stuff and that's and and now we have red lobster with convenient parking. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the last sentence of that is now we have red lobster with convenient parking. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very Deadpool eyes. And I was just like, I was like, f- I thought it was going to be something close to like, like what they do at the end of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Where they do the little, it's like the notes little, from the writers. Yeah. Like I it. thought it was going to be something like that, but there's a couple little things in there, you know, like sarcastic, like things in like parentheses and stuff. But other than that, that's what it was. Yeah. It, uh, Superman was a Warner Brothers in Columbia. So yeah. No. So, they, it's so, so they're just being a dick. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> or they got rights. For that. Shit was funny, though. But what did you guys think of Logan? Like, what? I fucking loved that movie, honestly. Like, it's... Bloody and awesome. I mean, it was. It was bloody. It was funny. Yeah. It was... There was boobies in it. Yep. There was... I mean, it... it more movies need to be rated R. Yep. Yeah, because, it just reaffirms that it's to, time for it. to have that freedom... Comic book movies. Because they don't Pretty have well. to... All movies... All movies. I mean, to be able to have the freedom of just to make it where they're not, you know what? Because even the one we were in, there was little kids in there, and it was nine forty-five on there a Thursday was a baby. night. I mean, people don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Just, just make the movies how you wanted movies. But I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was gory like it should have been. Mm-hmm. It was funny. There was a lot of there was a lot of like like that part where he fucking where where. Where the pullover sign, he tries to start the car after he's upset. Oh, and he starts, and he starts beating it with yeah. the shovel. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. That's the kind of stuff that I think that's what made the movie. Yeah. That little it, things. It was little things like, you know, you know, same thing with um Sir Patrick Stewart's part, man. Like the things that he said too, like they couldn't have gotten away with as much as that in, in where he's PG-13. literally reciting a Taco Bell commercial <laughs> while he's going crazy. I mean, they could have done that in a PG thirteen. Yeah, movie too. or the the racism, the little bit of racism, uh, when they when they call um what's his fucking name um, can't think of the mutant's name now. Caliban. Caliban or yeah. Caliban when they call Caliban and where he calls Caliban a fucking albino. <laughs> <clears throat> you know it, it it just the, the stuff. Yeah, exactly what you said. You couldn't have that stuff if it wasn't rated R, and it it just reaffirms like it's a superhero movie. These people have powers. Shit's gonna get intense yeah yeah and it needs to be focused like that it needs to be like you should have a rated r avengers movie. you should see iron man disintegrating aliens or people thor, yeah there should be people. a little gore there should be a little blood and a little gore to it yeah 
that, that's just the way they are. Because that's that's how it really would be, you know. You know, like you know, you watch like Age of Ultron. They went through this huge battle, right? Nobody. And and you see Hawkeye. He's got he's got like there's a little bit of dried blood on his lip. Black blood. And you're just like, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, motherfucker. They went through all that, and the dude's got one cut. Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? You know, like there should be like. With the yes, exactly like you said, with their powers and what they can do with things, motherfuckers should be there. There should be blood, guts. There should, I mean, yeah. it, it should be better like that. They, I I applaud the movie for giving Wolverine a better send off than they gave him in the comic books. Yeah, a much better send. I was gonna be pissed if they fucking if he covered him in an animatium. I was gonna be pissed. I think they're gonna do that. I like that he had like, like I don't know, like the the, the impression that I got is he had cancer. No, and well, the cancer actually just does what cancer does, and no matter what you do with it, it fucking beats you. And I and you know, and I th- I, th- I took it as his his regeneration was working so hard to try to fight it that he actually couldn't heal, and that's why because they said he was he's he, poison. It's poisoning him from the inside. He's getting metal poisoning or lead poisoning. Well, that's from what he thought it was. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what that's what he just assumed it was was from that. I did. That's how I took it as it, it, it was fighting, trying to fight. Because it says he's, you know, I mean, he's, yeah. he's rotting in the yeah. inside, and you know what I mean. I, I just took it as maybe he had something like that that they were so it was so. Because you think metal poisoning, you think his he'd be able to fight that kind of easy. Yeah. Well, when you're you're two hundred years bone old, structure. yeah, but it's all over your entire skeleton. So as you're getting older, and your body's just I mean, naturally breaking. I mean, down. If, if if you can regenerate half of your head gone, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty sure it can get rid of fucking yeah, animal poisoning. But that's yeah. when you're younger though. So when you're getting older, your body breaks down. He's still a hundred and something years well, old. Yeah, I mean, two hundred. Yeah. Well, when he died, well, they said when he died, he was two hundred and something years yeah. old. But your body's breaking down, so his, his healing factor was slowing down. So it wasn't able to keep, fight off the sicknesses probably as quickly as it has been his entire uh, life. I, I don't know metal poisoning. You think they would have researched? It? The but even cancer, you would think that his regenerative forces. But would I think go it was just needed. fighting so hard. That could be too, because it was it was aggressive. Plus, getting shot and stuff. And that's why, since it was it was so aggressively trying to fight that, that's what. Like, if he probably wasn't getting shot, and he probably could have, you know, harpoon in the leg. He probably could have lived to be super old, and that kind of he kind of just would have. You know, he probably could have lived another fifty or sixty yeah. years, you know, just. If he just would have been just a normal limo driver, <laughs> yeah. But I think you know because he went, you know, he went through all that. And they, yeah. X twenty four fucking. They do a good job of showing his body breaking down. Like when he goes to extend his claws in the beginning, and his one claw won't come all the way out. Yeah. So that's when he has to like pull it out. It, it. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to explain it without being too spoiler. But we already fucking spoiled the yeah. shit out of it. So. What that he's sick. No, the, the, I was I was trying to say that they gave him better fitting, uh, better ending or a fitting send off in the comics without saying that he was dead. But you you fucking went there already. So I just said he wasn't covered in adamantium. Yeah, I never said he. You just said he died. No, you said he died. You spoiled it. You did. You were like you were like I think it was he had cancer and that's what killed him. But that's not how he died in the movie. No, I know he didn't die but, of cancer like he didn't. He didn't. But he did die. Yeah. But I never said he died like yeah. the way he died. No, right, but you said... I just said the cancer was it was killing him. Yeah. You said he died. You fucking spoiling <laughs> motherfucker. No. Jesus Christ. Well, fuck it. All right. Jose's got to go. 
Okay. We still got comic reviews and everything. See you later, yeah. Jose. Yep. Well, I like Logan. Go see it. <laughs> it was great. And X-23 is Mexican. Yep. That's our Mexican superhero. I like that she didn't talk through half the movie. Yeah. And then she knew English a little English, too. Yeah. I like when she just goes off like a, just like your basic In Mexican the... woman. <laughs> <laughs> English. <laughs> then he wanted her to shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, it the was movie was good. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was really good. All right. All right. Till the, till Bye, Jose. Later. See you later, Jose. He appears and he disappears. Yeah, and that was the last you've ever heard of Jose. And he's gone now. Never to return. Never coming back. <laughs> he, Jose hates the fans. <laughs> Never coming back. I mean, we have been here two and a half hours. Yeah, I know. We started late. Um, but yeah, I, I... Well, now that we're just going to... Now that you've spoiled it and you said he's died. Oh, my God. It, you, we could just spoil the rest of the movie. Yeah. But I mean, I, I would have to say though, Sir Patrick Stewart, man, he stole that movie. Yes, he did. For the half that he's in it, I agree. Because I'm gonna—he dies too. Ah, fuckers! Yes, he does. He had killed by X24. I like that. He looks X24 like, isn't a combo character, is he? I don't think so. I think that was made just for the movie. Which is kind of—I mean, because it looked just like him. It looked, yeah, it looked just. I guess I hope you, you guys shut this off until after you've seen the movie. Now, yeah. Oh well, but no, it was. Uh, I'll make sure to put spoilers, Logan spoilers, all over it, and then no one will fucking listen to it. <laughs> and then no one will listen. Yeah, no tell them Logan spoilers are an hour into it. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and listen to when we actually start talking about it and put Logan spoilers at this minute mark. But it was. I I thought the movie was done. I just I wish the one thing I do kind of wish was, um. Marvel had a little bit more in this because, and this is what I was meaning before when you said, you know, best Marvel movie yet. Because I don't consider this a Marvel movie. It's not a Marvel Studios movie. Like the, it's a Marvel product. Because if, if it was a Marvel Studios movie, they could have went with the comic books. Any of the right. old man Logan runs. There's fucking three of them. Yeah. So they could have gone with any of them. Yeah. Like, and I think that's that's why one reason is because if it was considered a Marvel movie, they would have done that. Right. And the, since they didn't do that, like they they went off on their own thing that had really that didn't match up to really any of the old man Logan stories, right? Well, I think it's a Marvel film as it it's it's the Marvel production company it was right produced by Marvel. They didn't produce it; their production company was just part of it. And it's it's put on, but Fox owns the rights to the film, so I think it, it falls into line. It's a, it's a Marvel property. Say it's a Marvel property because the X Men are still a Marvel property. Their film rights are not, but the X Men are still a Marvel property. So it falls in line with that. It's a Marvel property, but because they don't own the rights to the likenesses it's not really a of Marvel movie of all those other characters, they like the Hulk and stuff. They couldn't use the Hulk babies, and they couldn't use everything that you see in the old man stories, old man Logan stories. But I, I just that would I think that would actually have been kind of cool if they would have picked one of those. And people have asked me if it's a if it's a depressing movie, and I don't think it's a depressing movie at all. Like it, I, I think there's moments in it where you're like, "Oh man," but it doesn't. Like I didn't feel like depressed or like it was a depressing movie. No, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. <laughs> but even even though you're gonna you're getting to the final, everybody knew act, what was but, happening with it. Everybody yeah. knew that it was the last 
the last Wolverine movie, you know, with fucking huge Jackman playing it. Yeah. You do you think they're gonna recast or recast? Yes. Think so? Mm-hmm. I think they are. I think they're gonna they're gonna do a reboot. And they're gonna reboot him in with with some other fucking swole motherfucker in there. <laughs> You're gonna get Deadpool because they're gonna reboot it. Deadpool and Wolverine are get to, gonna get together because they're gonna reboot him in there. Chris Claremont said he'd like he he's all for a fucking Wolverine Deadpool team up. Yeah, he also said he wanted the dude from Who Framed Roger Rabbit to play dead to play Logan. So <laughs> the guy who played the cop and fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit, <laughs> That's Eddie, stupid. who played Eddie. But no, it was fucking. I, I was. I mean, it was funny. It was action packed. It didn't drag too much. They probably could have made the movie a smudge shorter. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there was there was a couple things they probably could have chopped. A few minutes they probably could have chopped out of it that didn't really matter. But it, it yeah. flowed well. I didn't. I did. I didn't get bored. It was bloody. It was. I mean, it was an awesome movie. I mean, it, it was really a Wolverine was. movie. You've been waiting for it essentially. It would have been cooler to have a the Wolverine movie we wanted in Wolverine's Prime. Yeah, that probably would have been a lot cooler. Now I think maybe that's where we might get a cool reboot. Yeah, is we might get a then we could get a, maybe another rated R Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm. You know where he's fucking. Because I know you you made the comment that you didn't like the the Wolverine, the the second movie he was in, not X Men Origins, but the second one where he goes to. Japan and all that. No, because it's dumb. I actually enjoyed that film. The, the best part about that movie was the last part when they're at the airport. Yeah. Well, that, that the, leads into Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. But that was, I mean, uh, just like they drilled into his animanium to, to, mm-hmm. to drain Logan of his healing ability. Yeah. Really? You're going to drill into his claw? Yeah. I mean, don't you think you would have, like, needed to, like, take something else? That kind of reminds me. I wonder if maybe his healing factor slowing down and fucking up is from when they put that Remember, he had to cut that like bug out of him, that parasite out of him in that movie. I wonder if that has something to do with that too. I don't know, but he, I know he got him back and he lost him in that movie. Yeah. And then days of future past proves it back and he still had the bone ones. And all of a sudden now he's back to having those. I mean, yeah. kind of, uh, how did he get it back? The time. I mean, there's, well, if he went with that timeline, he never did yeah. that. Right. Because everything changed. Well, so according to that that video or whatever, that timeline, so we'll talk about it. He goes, he's in all that shit. He gets the bone claws, or he gets the claws the way we know he gets them. But when he went back to 1972, he still had the, he bone, had the bone claws. claws. Right. And, that's, and it's all from that timeline now. So then he gets put, remember Magneto fills him with rebarb and throws him in the water. And then Mystique dresses Stryker, finds him. And that's where Days of Future Past ends. And then, have you seen X-Men Apocalypse yet? Yes, once. I'm, I'm going to watch it four times tonight, so, though. So, X-Men Apocalypse, he's in that movie, and Weapon X in a different... And, and getting the animated Because I remember it was way. like 1982 or something, and yeah. he was in there, and then when all the young X-Men, like the young Jean Grey and everything mm-hmm. go in there, he's in there and he escapes. Right, so I think that's essentially what it implies, is that I at least to me... What it implies is that Stryker somehow ends up with Wolverine again, and he ends up in the Weapon X program again, and then that's when Gene... They just did it different. Right. So he still gets the animantium. They just did it differently than... 
kind of like what B said, it, 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 it's not going to skew the entire timeline. It's going to ripple out and change yeah. some things, but, but it, it kind of comes back together and it keeps mm-hmm. going. So I guess I could see that. Because that's, he escapes the weapon. They even show it in part of it, like he escapes the Weapon X program and, and everything like that. So he's got the, the Weapon X helmet on, which he didn't have. But he escaped, I mean, I guess, yeah, because with that, they're making him escape different. Because remember mm-hmm. in the X-Men's Origins movie, he jumps out naked. Right. Remember when he, mm-hmm. he fucking hears fucking dude. Them saying they're going to kill him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he escapes naked. But in this one, he comes out with the helmet on and he... He thanks Gene and Scott and, and then takes off. Do you, you think know? the problem with these these movies and the timelines and all this is they didn't – when they make these movies, they don't expect these movies to – for it to explode and for them to have to make all these other movies. Is, is that where, where we have problems with timelines and continuity and everything is they try to – they're, you know what I mean? They they didn't. I don't think they originally did all of these movies thinking that the comic book movies were going to explode like the way that they do. No, I don't think they thought that either. And I think they just say we could, or do these think they were a bunch of dumbasses and they could just we could just write whatever they want and we'll fucking go to the <clears> movies. No, I don't think they expected it to be. I I think it's it's maybe a, a culmination of the two. I don't think they expected them to blow up the way they did, but then I don't think they expected them for the fan backlash. To be the way it is, because you, as you see, they're trying to incorporate popular storylines in these films. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to incorporate storylines that sold really well in the comics into these films. You know, like the the um, yeah, but they they it I think, but even like Days of Future Past, they didn't really like it was it was it was like the comics were really cool. Mm-hmm. Like the two, you know, I mean, there's there's a bunch of them that coincide, but there's two you know main ones that yeah. But they didn't really do that. They didn't really do that story. They just kind of took that. They did a influence. version of it, right? And that's what they're doing with these. They're taking popular. Maybe they're taking popular things. They're doing their own influence on it. But. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what they're doing. Is they're they're making these movies inspired by these stories, but they're changing them to fit more modern viewers and what more modern people want to see. And kind of to skew the story a little bit to make it more entertaining for the big screen instead of just being a direct adaptation. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Everyone was waiting for an apocalypse, but we didn't get the only aspect of apocalypse that we got that was straight from the comics is Angel being one of the the yeah. horsemen. Magneto was never one of the horsemen. Psylocke was never one of the horsemen. Storm was never one of the horsemen. You know, so you didn't have these I mean maybe later on they were but the original Age of Apocalypse storyline they weren't the only one that's coincides is um, Angel yeah so I I just don't think that they expected the demand to blow up as much as it has or they're not thinking ahead or maybe us people we think too too much into it I don't I don't like the the fact that that you know just like that video maybe we'll, we'll post a video on the Facebook page so everybody knows what we're talking about is, you know, maybe they don't really expect people to sit here and do a timeline of all of the movies that have Wolverine in it to to, to show how this, how it jumps around and it fucks around. I think... I don't think it really affects just him, though. Like, this movie affects X-23. So now, unless you recast, you're going through this these X-Men stories without a pivotal X-Men character. Without Wolverine. So in the way they introduce X-23, introducing it 
in the year, what, 2029? Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's 2029 or 2049. 2029. So you're introducing him in the year 2029. It's the first time he meets her. So your, your X-Men movies now are in the 80s. There's a lot of time you're going to go, you know, that you have to make up for it. Hugh Jackman's never playing Wolverine again. So if you want Wolverine in these movies, you're going to have to recast. You have to recast. I mean, they're already talking about who... And you can't move forward with X-23 being the new Wolverine because the time doesn't... In her time now, all the mutants are... Most of the mutants are dead. All the X-Men are dead. Xavier killed them all. Spoiler alert. We've already fucked this movie, so we might as well just keep going. (laughs) Yeah, he has seizures. You know, like, the the ending of the movie where I said, you know, it was a, a definitive ending where he actually dies, it was... I thought it was a touching moment. Like, I was sitting there and I was like... He can't go out like this. There's no. This isn't right. When he's just, they're burying him and they got the cross. It isn't until she turns the cross sideways to make the X. I'm like, there it is. I was like, it's missing something. And I t- said to Brent, I was like, this is cool and all, but it's missing something. And then she turns the the cross sideways to make the X. And I was like, fuck, there it is. But I think it would have even been better if, if they did it for for uh, Xavier. Well, that too. But I think it would have been better if the ending of the film, if it it went a little bit longer, and you see the kids get to. The Canada? the utopia, the safe place, and when the gates open, there's someone like Gambit sitting there because you know Gambit movie's coming. Mm-hmm. So then, like maybe old man Gambit sitting there, or, or old so, man yeah. Gambit, old man Gambit. <laughs> oh my god! You know, Teaching or, all the kids how to play poker. Yeah, like a Gambit sitting there and opens the door for him, or maybe a member of X Factor sitting there opens the door for him. Cable's sitting there because you know Cable's from the I, future. You know what? I wonder if this is going to lead into the Runaways. Maybe. Maybe it could. Very well could. That's that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But even like, you know Cable's from the future. You know Cable's going to be in Deadpool 2. Why not? You know, I think if they would have casted Cable sooner, they could have put Cable there and he's there to meet them. And then it makes sense for a reason why he would go, if he goes back in time to the t- Deadpool's time frame and brings X-23 with him for some reason mm-hmm. as like an X-Force mission then that makes sense to have her in that timeline again. Well, maybe when they do X-Force, that's when they bring her back maybe. in. Maybe they'll... But... Because they don't seem to make normal ensembles right. anyway. And that's, and that's what I think it is, is Marvel Studios and Disney, when they set out to make these movies, they planned for them. They were like, we want an Avengers movie, and this is how we're going to get there. They took their sweet time getting there, and they did it through hidden scenes and storylines, and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all really well done, and it was really well in conjunction with each other even with civil war it was still yeah it wasn't the civil war we wanted but it was still in conjunction with the movies and the the plots and where they're driving to and that marvel's not in any hurry to get word from point a to point b they're taking their sweet time Mm -hmm. as to where fox is just like here's this and then this and then this happens and that happens and this happens and that happens and and, you know here we're in the 70s here we're in the 80s here we're in the 2000s here we're in 2025 or 2029 and wherever and then you have deadpool well where does deadpool fit in he's in this time frame and you know then it's just like they're They're just just throwing shit all over the place and it it's kind of like they're just throwing shit at the wall and going with whatever sticks especially with fantastic four they've had three fantastic four movies and all three of them in butthole (laughs) well i i think part of the reason that fantastic four is just not as exciting as they once were yeah and i think the way we see things now i just they're they're not as entertaining as they once were I'm not worried about spoilers anyways because people that listen to our show have already seen Logan. We already know that most of the people have already gotten to see it. <laughs> yeah, right? So, you know, and 
I just think that would have been the cool thing is because we've had direct contact with him, yeah, so we know it would have been it would have been better to have just that little something at the end because that's what Marvel does. Yet yeah, people are so into the 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 tra- the after the credit scenes, but what they don't know is that's connecting. Dots. That's a Marvel thing. That's not a right, but it, it's can they do it to connect dots? You know, because you wouldn't have known who or why. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's the point of Deadpool is was the. Now we're doing, yeah. Deadpool is there. Maybe they're gonna fuck up Deadpool's timeline somehow. I don't know, but just put them all over the place. They're just. I think that's like even with. So you look at Age of Ultron. The age, end of Age of Ultron. They are no sorry. At the end of, I can't remember. Was it Captain America? Um, was it Winter Soldier? At the end of it, you saw, um, the twins, Pietro and uh, Wanda. And then they showed up in mm-hmm. Ultron. Yeah. Age of Ultron. They showed you a scene directly from Civil War where Cap and and Hawk or Cap and Falcon had Bucky handcuffed. You know, they showed you that exact scene. Yeah. <clears throat> so it connects it connects dots to what they're going for. And and, and Fox just doesn't do that. It just they're like, Oh, here's a popular storyline, here's a popular storyline. Well, let's just start throwing shit at walls and see if it sticks. <laughs> you know. But they didn't start doing that till after X2. Because X1 was good. X2 was great. X3 was kind of shit. And then they brought you Days of, Days of Futures Past. And they brought you then X-Men Apocalypse. So now it's just like, oh, here's a popular storyline. Let's do that, you know, and, and, and they, well, see they how did, we can fuck that up. And, yeah. Or the well, first class that came in yeah. before that. But even like, well, even first class, like, well, here's an original storyline with first class. Let's Let's take that. And then, oh, well. What do we do now? Well, now we need to merge them. We yeah, need to put them let's together. Let's do future, day the future's past. Oh, okay. What do we do now? Well, let's do apocalypse. Oh, okay. You know, it's just like, hmm. And it, and it, I just thought it was weird too the way Logan's memory catches up with him at the end of fucking Days of Future's Past. I remember. <gasps> Welcome back, my old friend. You know, it just whatever. It's a fucking movie. It's a, it's all it is. People just don't know how to write it well. <laughs> it's just a movie. But uh, what would you give your final score on Logan? A nine five. I give it a nine eight. It it is it is so good. It was so good. I I I, re- I mean I seriously and I seriously seriously enjoyed it. Uh, it was like I said, it was bloody. It was funny. It was Sir Patrick Stewart stole the show. Just you know the half that he's in. It's it's. It's great. X-23, I like that we got to see them experimenting on her a smudge. I liked... Yeah. I liked that she's... I would like to see another movie just with her. I don't... I see it being rough, though. Yeah. But I would like to because she's so uncontrolled and so violent. And she's she just not in the mood to fuck around. Mm-hmm. But yet she's still a kid, which... I mean, right. I, But I know if they said it more, they would set her as older. Yeah, they would have to. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but it would be cool. I would like to. It makes me want to go and get a lot of the comics. And because I, I, those are ones that I skipped. Yeah. Like, I didn't care about them. I'm not a big Marvel guy as it is. I think that's part of the problem. I think I think it would be cool if they brought her into Deadpool 2. Okay, you don't have Wolverine, but at least you get X-23. And mm-hmm. you can have X-23 in Deadpool 2. And she comes back in time with Cable to kind of set her in that time frame so they can use her going forward because they already have mm-hmm. Colossus 
in there as an X-Men. They have Negasonic. You know, they could have her set as another X-Men. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you don't get Wolverine, but you get his daughter, which is the next best thing. Or his clone, his which is the next daughter. Yeah, which yeah. is the next best thing. No, she wasn't. They didn't say she was a clone. No, they didn't. And that's the they thing they changed. Daughter. Yeah, they didn't. She's. They had a, a they woman. They used his DNA. Yeah, they used his DNA to do it. and To do it. <laughs> but he wasn't. she wasn't a direct clone from him. Mm. Like he is like in 20, the... Like X-24 was a clone. Yeah. He wasn't a direct clone like she is in the comics. Yeah. So. But I, I mean, I, 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 I knew I was going to like it. I was really excited for it. I didn't know what to expect. And I went into it, and it was good. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was a great movie, and a great time. It was very fun to watch, very gory. And maybe I liked it more because I watched it in the movies and not on the maybe. computer screen. Maybe. Maybe I would have thought it was butthole if I watched it on the <laughs> computer screen. I'm going to watch it on a bootleg and see what I think. Yeah. But I already like it, so it doesn't matter. Now. Right, you've already seen it. So yeah, it's already, that's already It doesn't set. matter. But all right, let's review some comments and get the hell out of here. Oh, we're still recording? Yeah. Let's see. Where do we want to start? I only have... I have one. Three books. What? Yep, that's it. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I only have Batman. I got Batman. Extremity. Hey, Extremity. And The Walking Dead. So I have... The ones that I have different are... Paper Girls. Nightwing. You know, you gotta have that Paper Girls. Dude, it's a hit. You gotta, li- you gotta lead with that Paper Girls. It's a hit, dude. It is. Everybody likes Paper Girls. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? I'm glad too because it's because I was telling, I think I was telling Joe that uh, the only reason, oh yeah, it was Joe because he was telling me he reads, and Lance too, both of them, they read Paper Girls because of the show. Your review. And the only reason I picked it up was because we got that email. Remember, we got that uh, review that said we didn't do enough, like number ones and indie books. So now that that's because I remember I picked up Paper Girls, I picked up Second Sight, I picked up. Uh, remember I picked up a whole bunch of like, you know, off the wall <clears> stuff. So I'm glad. So to whoever left that review, if they still listen to us, thank you. I guess most of our audience. You gonna thank them? I, I would like to thank them. Yes, because wow, because Paper Girls has had a very. Look at the gratitude on this guy. Right, it happens once in a while. Right. Shit. Okay. Here we go. Strap in, people. Paper Girls. Paper Girls number 12. So where we left off was all the girls, had, they were by the river, and they had split up. Two of them had split up, and the other few were together. And they had uh, the chick with the baby had came and attacked him. Spoiler alert. And when Kyle reviews, he looks at me, so it's like he's telling me a story. It helps me. It's magical. It's, it's a magic. So what happens is, is Aaron and them decide... Um, well, first off, just, they had to fight that weird sloth thing. And the chick that had the baby comes out and helps them fight the weird sloth thing that had come out from the last one. That's, it, it picks up, like, exactly with this one, with this Paper Girls 12. So that the, the chick with the baby comes out and kills the sloth. And then she kind of, like, faints and falls over. And then they grab the baby and they're like, fuck, we can't kill her because she's a mom. You know, we've got the baby. What are we going to do? And they kind of go back and forth. And then Aaron kind of thinks about it. And she's like, we took that translator thing from that other creature. Maybe if we use it, we can understand her. And uh, so they're kind of sitting there. And 
and it switches over to the other two girls because they had split up and the other girls had gone mm-hmm. you know, further down the river and they had, you know, they're going back and forth. Yeah, you shouldn't have brought me back because, you know, I already know I'm dying of leukemia and, you know, all that stuff. Because remember, she had a few issues ago, she had been told her future that she'd actually died of a disease. So they're further up the river and they're trying to figure out what to do and they're kind of scared. And so Aaron puts the translator on. And so when she wakes up, they can understand her. She's, you know, she's speaking English. And so like she, so the, the girl wakes up and she's like, what the holy fuck? And they're like, look, it works. And they can all understand her. So that translator made it so that everybody can. Mm-hmm. And what she says is there was a, there was a, 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 like a shooting star and she was having these dreams that she had to follow the shooting star and that there was people from the, a different time there and she had to intercept them. She had to find them. And so that's, they've kind of come up to that and they're like, you can't go down the river. And they're like, well, we have to, that's where our friends are. And she's like, your friends are probably dead because that's down the river is more like where the savage type people are. And, and, and then it kind of switches over to, because remember I was talking about the, the, the other chick had landed. She had, she was the one who had discovered time travel. Uh-huh. So the other chick had come and it switches over to her. So she's recording and she's walking around and she's trying to look at everything and she's trying to f- figure out like where she is, what's going on. She feels like she's already been there. Um, wherever she's at, where she, they it must be able to update but her soft for some reason her software won't update it says this software has not been updated in 13,761 years so i mean that's a pretty long update yeah that's a long time mm-hmm. and then this guy comes and like uh, tries to attack her like this mud guy and uh she tries to shoot him it doesn't work knocks her out and then she, he takes her like her helmet and her gun, her light gun and all that. And uh, the other two girls are sitting by the beach. They're trying to figure out what to do, and they're they're bullshitting back and forth. And they're trying to say, "Well, we got to find the time machine. We got to try to figure out what's going on." And then the one girl's like, "Hey, you're bleeding." She's like, "What?" She's like, "Oh, you. I'm not hurt or cut. I'm just bleeding." I'm bleeding from my oh, vagina. Oh, God, really? She started her period in yeah. the comic book? Yeah. So they're going back and forth. And they're like, oh. She's like, are you all right? She's like, I'm fine. Stop staring at me. She's like, did you cut yourself? Rescue me? She's like, I'm not hurt. It's just that, you know, it's my, you know, it's coming out of my. She's like, oh, oh, shit. I mean, congratulations. Uh, and that's kind of where it ends. So. Uh. It was that. No story's complete without a, yeah, a, a, little, a girl coming yeah. of age story. Little menstrual story. <laughs> Nothing's com- no no comments complete without a menstrual <laughs> yeah. cycle in the middle of it. So Wait, I guess little, she has I guess the girl has her first period, which I, I, I assume is gonna play into it somehow. Yeah. But here's your first menstrual story. Yes. <laughs> but no, it wasn't a bad book. It was kind of a filler. I think they this is one of the first books I would have to say for paper girls where not a lot happened, but they're kind of setting up what's going to happen. Yeah, they're and setting they, everything up. And that's kind of what this issue 12 was. It was kind of the setup for what's going on. But, I mean, I give it an 8.5. It was good. Eight menstrual cycles eight, out of five? Eight, yep. Or 8.5 menstrual cycles yep. out of ten? Eight bleeding menstrual cycles. Yeah. There you go. Eight days into the month. Ugh. Yikes. 
Yikes. <laughs> 8.5 stinky vaginas there out of 10. There you go. But it wasn't bad. Um, I guess I'll do... Stay fresh. I'll do... Uh, you know what? I'll do... Actually, I'm going to wait because I really like Nightwing. I'm going to do Royal City. Royal City number one, Image Comics, Jeff Lemire. Um, and the same artist that's working with him and Scott Snyder on that After Death book, right? Because yeah, it looks like he's And he's writing art. Old Man Logan. Yep. Yep. So that's the reason I picked it up because I am a fan of Jeff Lemire. And this is kind of a. I don't know. This I, is kind of the number one where. I guess it's going to fall together later, so you'll understand. But it's kind of the one that's it's setting. It's doing a lot of setup. I'll be honest. That's the first book I picked up, looked at it, skimmed through, and I was like, "This is wordy as fuck," and I put it down. It's long. It's longer. Than, it's really long. Like, and this is one of the, this is one of the image books. There's no no ads in, and it's it, look how thick it is. Yeah, it's it's not like your normal. So it starts out. Um, See, Jeff Lemire, he, he created it, he writes it, and he illustrates it. He does everything but the letters. Wow, that's his art style? Yeah. Hmm. That's art. Well, I guess probably the one he's doing for this. But it starts out with this old man fighting with his wife. You know, they're together, but they're not together. I just imagine that they've been together so long that they're just... Yeah. They just, just do not like each other, but they don't know any way else. Right. And he's up late, and he's... Decides that he wants a potato salad and she's bitching at him about it. He's like, fuck you, I'm going to my workshop. It looks like he works on old radios. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. So um, as he's eating, he hears, he, he hears dad as he's working on this radio. And he goes, Tommy? And he has like a heart attack. Okay. And he's and he's out. And so what happens is this is... You know, it says, welcome to Royal City. What, did it turn out that his, like, son's dead and communicating with him through the radio? Uh, no, well, what happens, it starts out with, what, what this book introduces is the kids. This is what this book is introducing. So it starts out with the first son. The first son doesn't live in the city. He's an author. He lives somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And he's coming back because his dad's in the hospital. And he's an author. He's a little late on his book. He's, he's you know, he's an established author. And then, yeah, he sees this little kid and he goes, Tommy? Hello? And so it's the same name that the dad had said. And then it switches over. And then he goes towards Royal City. And then it switches over to the first daughter. The I imagine they're going in order of age. Mm-hmm. This is the, the next oldest. It's the daughter. The daughter is like a real estate agent, uh, land developer. Okay. Type of person. And there's a there's a there's a factory that's the heart and soul of Royal City. It employs most of the town. It's you know what I mean, it's where most everybody's worked. The dads work there, the sons now work there. It's it's generations of people working there. It's it's the heart of this place. And she is proposing to tear it down and build like a golf course resort type of thing there. <sighs> To bring in a new revenue stream to get more tourism into the city. Okay. So that's her in her introduction, you know, and they're, and you could tell they've all lived in this town forever because they're like, you know, your dad is, he actually had a stroke. He didn't have a heart attack. So this is this is Jose's book. Oh, okay. 
So damn, and Timothy's not here to hear. I know. And he, uh, so they're like, you know, shouldn't you go see your dad and stuff? She's like, well, no, I've been working on this for two years. We need to do this. And like, she calls, you know, like her husband works at the factory that she's trying to get to shut down. So there's like, you know, there's, there's her kind of turmoil that's going on behind the scenes of her life. Uh-huh. You know, like the, the first son, his turmoil is he's having a hard time writing this new book. You know, she's going to, you know, like he says, yeah, forgive me if I'm not excited and thrilled because uh, I'm going to lose my job because of my wife. <laughs> you know, and then it, it switches to the next son who didn't, who works at the factory as well, but he didn't show up for work. And I think it's because he's a drunk. And it shows and he's going back and forth. I, I think, it, you know, they're, they're drunk. They're like, oh, fuck it. I'm already late for work. Let's not go. Um. And then it switches over to the, to the dad is like in this weird dream cycle because he's you know he's like in he's in the hospital and he's out, and it switches to the next son, who is um, he's a like a preacher. He's a fager, of a church. Fager, So he's coming. He prays, and then they kind of all get together at the hospital right before closing time. It's the mom, the son, and the other daughter, and the other son had left to go back to church. And they're like, "Where?" and then, you know, where's the youngest? And he's, oh, he's not really a part of it. So they're like, oh, I got to go. And he leaves and he finds his, he finds his brother. And, he, and this is kind of where I, I, I lose it. I'm not sure if it's their son, like his son, like his brother's, like his nephew mm-hmm. but he sees this he sees this little kid and it kind of flashes back to when he's younger and then it flashes back to like when he's a little bit older and it, it's kind of going back and forth and he follows him to this um cemetery and at the end it's kind of like hey he says it, the one says like hey pat welcome home and it's like it looks like it's through time and it's like him is younger kind of younger teenager older and then oldest Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure if it's like all the kids or if it's his imagination but i think i think it's him like what he would look like because they said tommy and he's at the grave of thomas pike beloved son and so i think he so tommy's a ghost all these people are seeing the ghost of tommy yes and that's kind of, and that's kind of where it ends. It's kind of weird. It was one of those where it's like, oh, this is a hard review because it's, there's a lot going on that they're trying to set up because they were trying to, it almost reminds me of like a drama sitcom and that this is the episode where they're introducing like all the kids and the parents and they're, they're, they're setting everything up. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't bad. I might try a couple more to see where it goes. The art's kind of cool. It's kind of like a water style type of art. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because he look he puts a lot of detail into a lot of the stuff, so it's it's kind of cool. It's interesting. It's worth giving it a try. I gave it just because he was it was long and a little bit wordy, and there was a lot of setup. I think I, I gave it like a seven five. It's not bad, not great, but not bad. In it, the middle of the road, it's worth. It's worth checking out. You know what? If I remember in a month to pick it up, I'll I'll pick up the next one because it, it, it 
it seemed worth it. That's good. Um, you want to do extremity? Um, or you want to switch it up? No, let's go ahead and do extremity. Because I want to save Nightwing because that was my pick of the week. Batman was my pick of the week. Okay, so we'll do extremity, Walking Dead, and Batman, and then Batman the Nightwing or Nightwing the Batman, whatever. Yep. All right. So I think we had a difference of opinion on this book. A little bit, yeah. So this book is called Extremity Number One. It's by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. The way I took this book was it looked like it was your normal average time. It's they're on a different planet. That's what I'm taking it. They're on a different planet. There's somewhere else. But it's average. The kid is in it. It looked like it opened up a house full of books. So it, it doesn't seem like it's like at a crazy super time. Like a lot of things are still basic. But he's an artist and he'd like to draw. And then one day another set of people came in and attacked him. And when they attacked him, first off, he lost his arm or his hand. He lost his mom and i think he lost his other sister in the beginning of this war they says when my home was taken from me so eventually i i, I assume that they came from another planet because uh-huh. they fly or maybe they just or maybe it's just territorial mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't make it super clear what it was yeah but it's it's somewhat future because they fly in spacecrafts but it's still like primitive enough where they're using like spears and swords and axes and and like blunt devices to hit like they're not it's not like super futuristic like certain things are futuristic and certain things aren't yeah it's still got that very it's still got that very medieval feel to it yeah but it seems like it's set in the future yeah being in the future because you got people riding around like hover bikes and flying in spacecrafts and attacking other people and and stuff like that. Yeah, and, but it's still like, you know, they're drawing in sketchbooks and there's regular books and they're using, you know, like homemade objects as weapons. It felt almost like a very like modern telling of Hatfield versus McCoy. Yeah. So. And that, that might be, they're not, not be from different, it might just be two territories. Yeah, and it's it feels like two feuding families yeah. to me. That, cause you took it a different way and I took it as two feuding families. So what but, it is, is, is it, where they're kind of going with this is, is they're... It's been going on for a while, and it's the way it is. Like, the dad looks like he is taking control, and he's leading one set of people that are going to war against these other people. And what he really wants to do is he wants his son to fill his shoes. That is his goal. Yeah. That's what he wants. And and the dad, and he's kind of a pussy. So what's happening is they're, they're deciding the to, to, they have planned an attack, and they're initiating their attack. And the daughter is the one who, what they're going to do is they're going to fly in. They're going to take out the power so that they could come in guns blazing, no, no spotlights, no kind of shields, no, no warning systems. The power's out that they could just, they could attack. Mm -hmm. So what they've done is the daughter and they keep covering their eye before they do everything. They cover, everyone covers their eye and everyone's eyes are, their left eyes are, They've got like a square on them. Did you see why though later on in the book? 
I might have missed it. They also. got like cheese in there, and he's like feeding them. Oh rat, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that was the, the other people though. At, like the the rat eat out of his fucking eye socket. But I thought that was a different person. No, it's one of those people from the beginning of the book. Because he's like, I thought he had like a robot eye or something. But like she flies in and see, like he he has like, it's like a different person. Like that guy has a, uh, an eyepiece. Mm-hmm. And it's not even his eye. It's not his left eye. It's his right eye that the bird eats out of. Right. Everybody has everybody's left eye has this square over it. Yeah, it's like a like a red tribal painting or something or tattoo. And that's or... and that's they all cover that eye when they salute each other. But what they've done is she's going to take out the electricity and like he's talking to him. He's like, and he's kind of the son is kind of weak and kind of timid and he doesn't really want to fight. Right. And he's pretty much like, you have to, like, you know, these guys have killed your mom, they've killed your sister, mm-hmm. you you have to. So the daughter flies in and, and does exactly what she's supposed to do. She flies in uh, undetected and she takes out their electricity. So this, like I said, the searchlights are down and when they have like, and then they ram them and they like ram the gates and the gate wall to this, uh, uh, to this, to the other people that they're going to fight, and these people too are their swords and and armor, and they're a little bit, and they and it get this and it it gets gruesome. They're fucking people are getting chopped in half, and fucking people are getting decapitated, and, and they're spears to the eye, and there's just there's these two splash pages of of fucking just nothing but blood and gore, and it's and it's really cool. So they're going to war. And the kid is, the son is kind of like trying to find his sister. And they know he's a coward, so they go after him. And, and the kid is about to get killed. And the sister comes in and fucking just cuts this motherfucker's head off. And he's, and like, that's when you realize that, you know, she like killed him, she throws up. But that's when you realize that she is really taking this mantle. She is starting to fill these shoes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so what happens is they end up the guy that's running the other territory. He's trying to flee and escape, and they corner him, and they beat him up, and they they take him, they tie him up, and they tie him up to like this this tree stump. They yank out one of his teeth to, so the dad could put it in his fucking his bone Face armor. Mask, yeah, it's fucking pretty cool. And he goes to the son. He's like, you know, this is what's gonna make them fear you. Is this this right now? You're going to fucking you're going to cut this guy's fucking hands off and that's what you're going to do. And you're going to, and he's like, I, he's like, I can't do it. He's like, I just can't do it, dad. And this, the, 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 the daughter walks up and goes, it's all right. Let me, she's like, do you remember me? And he's like, yeah, I remember you. You're princess Thea, a lovely name. I love you. And he's trying to like suck up and he, he starts apologizing and says, and then he just fucking, he just he chops his hand off. Mm-hmm. And th- and then he's sitting there with no hands. Because he's a violin player. Yeah. And he... Um, but he's kind of like the leader of them, too. Yeah. And he said that there was nothing more... Nothing brought out a better melody than tragedy. And when he took her hands, he was excited and playing. And so she, she took his hands yep. in return. But it set the place that she's the one who's going to be running the show and not him. So it was kind of cool 
And the, the last page of it, it kind of shows there's there's different territories. So I guess it is, you know, there's there's the, the Great Basin, the Arched Island, the House of Dag, the Devil's Bowl. So it's all these separated territories, which is actually kind of cool. I didn't actually get to the last page. But I actually liked it. I thought it was very interesting. I like that it was super gory and super bloody. I hope it stays with that because they were decapitating people, decapitating people. There was fucking spears to the eyes. There was fucking people being cut in half. There was blood. Yeah, was there was crazy. guts. I thought it was really good. It. I thought it was better than... I thought it was really good. It was... It was for this number one, I... This one, I am definitely going to make it a point to get number two because it was something that I actually enjoyed. I, you know, like. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I mean, like when I first read it, I was kind of like sketchy about what the whole story was and I wasn't really understanding it. And I was just kind of like, because they don't give you any backstory about why these two families are feuding. You're just kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, so they throw you right in the middle of their feud. And I was like, I just don't, this doesn't sit well. It's just, I don't understand it. It wasn't coming across. I don't know maybe if I just wasn't grasping it or. If I wasn't just taking the time to actually thoroughly read it and comprehend it or what, but it just it just did not grab me and it didn't jump out at me and I was kinda of left with like, why why are these people feuding? Why is this important that this girl's missing this hand? Why is the son such a pussy? You know, it's it's just these little things that they don't feel like. The they son elaborate. was missing a hand. No, the daughter was too, because the daughter comes in on a um with a, a oh, sword and yeah. The guy's like, go take his hands like he took your sister's. And he's like, I can't. And then the, No, the, I thought he was sick because he took your sister and your mom. No. Because he, he killed him. He's talking about his hand, the hand. Because remember, she she comes in with uh, the like so blade on her hand. Uh-huh. And he's talking about her missing one. But um, I don't know. A hand I, for a hand. I give this book, I gave this book like a seven. It was good as a quick read. It was gory. But it just, I just didn't comprehend it, and I think that's all my own comprehension. So, I mean, nothing knock on the book, but I, I give it a seven. I give it an eight because, I mean, I liked it because, well, those missing chunks is what makes me want to get the second issue. Yeah. Because I want to know what's going on with it. I want to see where this goes. I want to see what's up with it. I want to see, like, eventually they're going to have to back up and they're going to have to tell us why. Right. What, what something led up to this. Something on one side or the other led up to this, and I I'm kind of curious as to what led up to it. So, I'm hoping by issue three, they we get the peek through to see what's going on. So that's kind of cool. So I think I'll just let you review that one because I'm gonna. <laughs> I think I might bow out, and if it get, keeps getting good, then I'll look at getting two and three. But right now, it just it didn't jump out at me and grab my attention. And I think that's gonna be the next. Don't, I, I got this weird feeling about this one that this one might be like the next like big image book. People are going to be looking for it soon. Yeah. Because I don't know why. There's Maybe something about it. Maybe. Probably not. Like I, I was, said, it wasn't a bad read. It just I I don't I think it was just my comprehend my reading comprehension of it, and my understanding wasn't where it needed to be, and I'm I'm just not putting something together. Like I'm not connecting something that's in the book that I read. I'm just not comprehending and putting the dots together to make it like connect for me where I'm like, oh man, this is so good. 
I, I that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping issues two and three like connect all the dots. I think that that's what I'm banking on right now. Yeah. But no, I liked it. Let's see. Okay, we've got Batman, Walking Dead, and Nightwing. Batman, 18. I fucking really liked the way... Tom King does it again. Dude, he fucking... Dude, the the side-by-sides that they did to compare Bane to... I mean, they they, they compared Bane to to Bruce. Bruce, Both of them growing up and, and... Kind of going through the same thing, but at the different extremes of opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes, and to 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 show that they're, I mean, their their scenarios are the are, are alike. I'm not gonna say the same, but they were alike. They both of their parents were taken from them. Yeah. They, you know what I mean. They 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 have this vision of what they want to do to correct it, but. But the way that they were brought up, he was, you know, Bane was brought up, you know, it shows him, you know, in the prison being brought up like, you know, brutally, like, yeah. like mentally and physically, like, like harsh. Nothing. Yes. And then you've got Batman, we've got Bruce where he was on the other end and he was, you know, there was money there and there was someone to nurture him and there was someone that had his back. The that, silver spoon. Yes. And that, so that they have this, these, I thought that. That is what made this I Am Bane, this issue 18, that's what killed it. And it was awesome. the surprise twist at the end was good, too. With Catwoman. With Catwoman. Yes. Um, you know, in this this book, we don't need to sit here and go through every page with you because it's essentially just Batman and, and Bane fighting back and forth. I mean, you just, you read the left, you read the left column and then you read right. the right column and it's, and it's, 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 it's what they're going through. The left the column time. is Bruce, the right column is Bane. And it, it, they're essentially going through the same thing. It shows both their mother's dying. It shows their grief through it. It shows who was there for them. It shows Bruce growing up. It shows Bane growing up. And, and like Kyle said, opposite end of the spectrum. You see what it was like growing up. With the silver spoon in your mouth and what Bruce had to go through, having Alfred there to nurture them and and nurture him and, and continue on his life to where Bane was kind of left alone and forced to do it all himself. And they were both kind of kind of having conversations with their mothers mm. through the entire time. And it leads up to Bruce coming out and he was like, I'm going to stop all crime. And um, Bane's kind of like, I'm going to make all crime cower before me. To where he's going to be the big boss, and mm. the whole time, Bane. If you remember our last review, Bane had captured Commissioner Gordon, Duke, Catwoman, and um, Tiger, mm-hmm. and Bane's like, "I will give you all of them for Psycho Pirate," and Batman says, "No," he just says, "No," because he had a, he had a plan already. Yeah, and Bane's just still fighting him, and he's like, "I'm going to break you," and he, they're going through this whole stone. And I, what really jumped out at me was not only that story, but how Bane was like, listen, motherfucker, I'm not a clown. I'm not a bird. I'm not a penguin. I'm not a joke. I'm not a joker. I'm not a riddler. You know, he, he goes through all these Batman villains and he's like, I'm not these guys. I'm me. Don't take me lightly. Yeah. And so he literally lists off all these dudes. whooping his ass. And he's like, don't underestimate me. I'm not these jokers. Like you may be able to, to take them, but you're dealing with a whole different monster. And, but all it was was a distraction. Right. So so Batman was just there to fight him as a distraction. Yeah. And then Bane was, you know, Bane called it in to kill him. And Catwoman 
you know, was like, sorry, bro, your your bad guys are all strung up. She did exactly to him what he did to uh, Damien, Red Robin, and uh, Red Hood. Not Red Robin, sorry. Damien, Dick, and Red Hood. Yep. So it was uh, a very good story, and I like how at the end Batman was just like, our business is done here, goodbye, and goes back in to the building and then Bane's like fuck you and like kicks the door in and goes in after him so it was exciting it was a good issue this was definitely my pick of the week Tom King you're killing it killing it you had a lull and you I think even the last issue of Batman I said was kind of a lull but you came back strong and you're it was a good issue I can't wait to read the next one uh I'm glad that they're they made they're giving you two different Bane stories back to back. You had the kind of the Bane without Venom, the mm-hmm. perfection, and now you're seeing the monster. Yeah. So it's. I'm really glad they really made exciting. a good decision in using Tom King, and I know we keep saying that over and over again, but this issue after issue where he's just the way he's setting up these stories, yeah, and these these issues, it's it's awesome. I agree, and you know these. I'm surprised now that that Batman isn't one of those books that are up for like, you know, hey, awards. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. I you know like when these volumes come out as the trade paperbacks and stuff, they they go on bestseller list too. And I'm mm-hmm. surprised he's not saying because like Vision and all that, like he got a lot of recognition for Vision. Yeah, writing Vision. I'm surprised he's not getting the same for Batman because you know what. We were really worried that that he wasn't going to be able to fill the shoes of Snyder. Was he writing Vision or was it Tinian that was writing Vision? No, it's King. Was it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Tom King wrote Vision. And uh, we were really nervous that he wasn't going to be... And I, I've, t- I've he, Dude, he's put the shoes on. He's laced them. He's tightened them. He's fucking tied them and he's fucking walking around in them. Yep. He, he definitely is. He's... <laughs> doing a very good job at it and i i didn't think he was going to be able to do as good a job as snyder but he is he's killing it he's killing it yeah so good yep so i gave that one a nine i gave it a ten really yep i mean i i, I just just the, the comparisons man just like the first page i read it like normal i was just and i was like wait 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 yeah and i looked at it again and i was like ah like I, I like this story, and that's why I think I like the, the Catwoman issue that does this too. Because you know there's some comparisons between Batman and these villains mm-hmm. that link them in some way. And I like that Tom King is giving that to you. Like, he's linking you Batman to Bane, you know, showing you. Because you always say, well, what could have happened if you were... What kind of person would you be if you were raised this way? What could have happened to a person if you were raised this way? And that's kind of what he's showing you is you're raised as a rich kid with a silver spoon in your mouth. This is what you get. And if you're raised dirt poor in a prison going through the same situations, this is how what it turns you into. So, yeah, I mean, same same scenario that happened, but, you know, you could see where they're, even mindsets, everything are 100% it, different. It 100% gives you the thought that you are a victim of your circumstance. Yeah. So you are a you're reflection a of, yeah. of how you're a product of how you were raised. Yep. So. But yeah, it was a really good issue. Real good. Nightwing. Oh, this one. I'm going to tell you right now that this cover that I have right here, it's the, it's the homage to Batman and Robin number one. 
where it's Batman and Damien's uh, stand there. It's actually Dick and Damien on the cover. And I went to two comic stores and I called two more comic stores and only one comic store out of all of them had this cover. Well, I already had this cover because I got it on Wednesday, but I've seen through the through the scuttle butts of the some groups that this is a very hard book to find. And it is. It's sold out everywhere. Hard cover to find? Yeah. Well, even, like, I called one comic store, and they didn't have either issue, either cover. They were mm. completely out. I called another one where they didn't have any of either issue. I called another one that only had cover A, and my comic book store I go to had six issues of this one. Mm. So I bought them all. Because I think this is the one. I think this book has is is. It's going to be the kind of story maybe that that shows up somewhere, or will be referenced a lot. It's, and it's kind of one of the ones that deal with, real things kind of. So, it's one of those ones that you're just like, I think it's going to be around for a while. Like I think it's. It was just something about it. Now, as I get through, you probably will see. So the book starts out with, um, you know, Dick had his girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend now. It was, uh, she was a spray painting chick mm-hmm. and she gave it up because she just didn't need to do that. And she's taking herself in other directions and it shows it's sh- her name's Sean and, uh, sh- they're hanging upside down on a rope is where it starts out and they're kind of making out. And she's like, you know, it's like, is there something on your mind? And you could tell there's something that she wants to tell you. Tell him. And, you know, and they're talking and he goes and he gets a call where he has to leave. You know, the, the thing picks up where there's something going on. And he tells her, I think all the blood rushed to your head. And she says, well, I know it's not all of your blood went to yours. Oh, he's got a boner. <laughs> Dick jokes, dick jokes. Yeah, buddy. But so then he says, well, we'll talk about this later. Dick jokes in a book about a dude named Dick. Right. And she's like, I got to go spank some bad guys. That's what he says. He's like, hold that thought. It says, I'll have some for you when I get back. Oh, God. So there's, you know. And then it switches over where they're in San Francisco. And it switches over to Damien and the Teen Titans. And they're they're hanging out in, in Titan Tower. And, uh. He's on a thing called he's he's on social media. He's on Chirper. Oh, so it's like Twitter for yeah. okay. And what it so what it, it's it's showing all of these chirps. It says hashtag uh, this is from uh, Bat Tracker One, and it says hashtag Robin is really making moves, leading the new Teen Titans. He's like baller move, <laughs> and then it goes over and he says Bat Tracker Run right. Well, what will Nightwing think? And it goes back and forth. It says, uh, and then. Eyes on the Tights responds with uh, Nightwing is too busy in Bloodhaven, the original Robin, hashtag best Robin. Nice. And what it's going back and forth and it says, well, Batman, it says, um, well, until he takes over the mantle of Batman someday, of course, original Robin, hashtag best Robin. <laughs> and fucking Damien's like, what? And he fucking gets pissed off about it. He's like, I am the son of Batman. I am going to be Batman. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to Bloodhaven. 
I'm going to go talk to Dick about this and, and let him know that I'm the pretty much I'm going to be Batman and not him. So he's just getting pissed at people on social media and he's going to yeah. go, he's going to go let Dick know who Dick has no idea. Right. He's going to go. So he's so he he smashes his phone. And he leaves for Bloodhaven. And then it picks up where there's uh, these horse people. Um, the horsemen, the horsemen. OK. They're robbing a uh, uh, Robin. <laughs> Bazinga. But they're they're Barzoople. <laughs> they're robbing this this truck and Nightwing comes in and battles him and fights him and you know beats him pretty easily and then one about to hits them hits about to hit Nightwing and fucking that's when uh Damien steps in and he calls him the Batman of Bloodhaven. <laughs> he says, Robin, it's good to see you, buddy. What brings you to town? He says, certainly not the caliber of criminal here. That's what Damien says. <laughs> I like it because Damien's a dick. Yeah. He says, uh, Bloodhaven, it, it takes like Bloodhaven. It's it's almost like all the smart blood crooks are on vacation because they're like, they're like kind of like in a suburb. Yeah. So he ends up getting a call from his girlfriend. And, and, he, and it's the whole time Damien's bitching at him. And as the whole time she's saying, Dick, I'm late. I'm really late. He's pregnant. She's pregnant. She says, like, and I'm not like wait late for work. Yeah. And he's like, this is never. And Dick's like, this has never happened to me before. He's like, I, I, I you know. And then Damien's like, all right, back to me. <laughs> and then she's like, and bring a pregnancy test home. Yeah. So Dick's like, fucker. He flips him over. And he says, you're a self-absorbed thirteen-year-old. With raging hormones and the patience of a kid on Christmas morning, I have something to do. I'll catch up with you later. <laughs> and he takes off, and and you know how Damien is. He doesn't put up with that shit. He fucking... He follows he him. He follows him. <laughs> and so, and it's Dick going back and forth, and he's like, you know, I always thought about getting... I never... He's like, bad, that's how I always thought about getting someone pregnant as a teenager. Like, he didn't really think about it, you know? Yeah. He's like... But, you know, he's like, this isn't Starfire and me messing around. Then, you know, then being terrified, we'd have to figure out how to care for an alien hybrid baby at 17. Right. He says, I'm an adult now. And, you know, people my age, they have kids, right? Like, he's like contemplating being a dad. And he's like, yeah. I mean, obviously the situation would not be the same. I'm not much younger than Bruce was when he had Damien. Yeah. And he, t- and he said, and he turned out like, well, he turned, bad example. Yeah. <laughs> Damien's a bad example. So he gets into the house and he's like, Sean, where are you? Where are you? And she, he finds her phone on the ground. And he turns on the light and he's like, what the hell is going on? And she was working on this painting when she was talking to him. And now it says daddy across it in spray paint. And he says, well, I guess they've given me a sign. <laughs> and Damien comes in and he's like, Nightwing. I didn't know your dress, so I just followed you. <laughs> and he's, you know, Dick's kind of there crying and like freaking out. And Damien's like, well, we started out on the wrong foot. So if you'll apologize for your terseness, we can move on from there. <laughs> and then they kind of talk and they kind of like, she's like, he's like, I already scouted the house. There's no break-ins. He's like, daddy, she's an artistic type, I see. And then there's... He hands her a book, The Merry Adventures of Robin Hood, which was the book that he was reading uh-huh. when he was, like, trying to kill time. And uh, there's coordinates in it. 
So he leaves to follow those coordinates. And Dave, Damien's kind of walking around, you know, wondering, you know, why is he being so obtuse? And there was a, uh, you know, he had picked up the pregnancy test and he was like, Grayson, you fool. Yeah. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then it's it's him taking off to, to those coordinates, you know, saying, you know, he the book of the a copy of the Merry Adventures of Robin Hood, my copy, lent to Sean to read to convince her that my favorite hero wasn't a lame guy in green tights, but inside of it they had written coordinates, so he was going towards the coordinates. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and then it and then it goes, and then Damien figured it out too. So when Damien shows up, he says. I told you to go home, Damien. He's like, I'm coming with you, Richard. And he's like, okay. He's like, so you stole our old Batmobile from the cave, huh? Damien's like, indeed. Now <laughs> let's move. And then um, it's uh, the other Nightwing guy. Oh. Shows up. And now a broken Nightwing needs Deathwing. And that's, where it, and that's where it ends. So this was actually probably... Fuck, I wish I would have picked that issue up. This is probably the best issue of Nightwing yet. I mean, it, it tackled some cool things. It tackles something that you don't really tackle in... In comic books, yeah. I mean, like, you know, she he got his old lady pregnant after just being with her. Right. You know, now he's dealing with that. She's been taken. He has to deal with an asshole little brother. Yeah. In a sense, you know what I mean? Like, it was an all-around... It's... I, I remember because I remember the last issue. I was like, I think this is the point where it's turning, and this is going to start becoming a very a better story. Yeah. Th- this I've got six copies. I can probably give you one. I have seven copies, but there was. A, I mean, I gave this one a nine. Nice. It, it was a very good one. I think. I think him worried about his old lady. She's pregnant. It's you know, Damien's here to fucking prove that he needs to be Batman. Yeah. And, you know, Dick doesn't even know about it, but now Damien knows something's going on, so they're actually teaming up. I wonder if up. it'll cross over into Teen Titans. I bet you it does. I wonder how Starfire's going to feel about that. Well, she he already told her. So she she already knows. That he has a girlfriend, yeah, but I wonder what she'll be like. I, I was if, more worried. I was wondering what Babs is going to think. That too, yeah. Like, I think all this is going to come up, and I think you're going to see, like, the true... You know how he really finds out when all these people care back and Crazy. forth, and I, it was a really good issue though. It was it's, I it would be a, I would tell everybody to pick it up, but it's it would probably be a weird spot to start. Start yeah, and you've already heard the other last sixteen. You have to go. I would say go one issue back and then go forward if you're gonna. Yeah, one or two, I think two to where um, the other where the Deathwing shows up. That was yeah. two issues ago, so maybe if you went back two issues, you could read it, and then maybe that could put you on pace with it, because it's, you know, you've, you've heard the reviews of the other ones. It's just a lot of setup of him yeah. being there, and uh, so it was a really good one. I liked it. I like it a lot. I like it. Now, now the fucking Walking Dead. Walking Dead 165 Opportunity picked up. It was kind of a filler issue, kind of not. Coming off the heels of last month where it's we had kind of two just issues. Continuing. Yeah. I know. I thought this one came out pretty quick. Yeah, they had two Dude. issues last month, and then they had... And this one only came out a couple weeks later. Yep. Um, essentially, they're still trying to drive the 
Walker's away from Alexandria. You still have Rick and Negan having bromance. Their, their bromance and their moments and their talking and and kind of going back and forth with everything and, and trying to figure everything out and get out of the house. And um, you have Andrea out there with um, Eugene and um, Jesus and, and everyone trying to... Oh, no, Jesus. Sorry, Jesus is with um, Michonne. So this issue opens up. Uh, with Rick and Negan still at the house, and uh, Negan's getting his jollies off by stabbing zombies in the head, and he's kind of like, he's kind of like, we're to the point now where if you get bitten, you're a fucking idiot because we know how to do this, right, yes, Rick? And, everybody's trained, everybody knows what. Yeah, to do. and then he almost gets bit, and he's like, oh man, and then Rick has to save him, and Negan's kind of like, you saved my life, Rick. You could have left me die. But you didn't. We're becoming friends. <laughs> and then um, and then he's like, uh, Rick is like, your bar for friendship is too low. Let's try this again at the other door. We'll keep alternating, um, alternating until the area is clear enough for us to rush out. And then um, it cuts back to... I, hear, I don't mean to interrupt you, but this, this is an example of how crazy NYX3 is. I found one yesterday. I was the high bidder at $38. I was bidding on it last night at probably like two o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. It is now it's a nine point eight. My max bid was thirty eight dollars, and I was in lead. It is now at seven hundred and eighty seven dollars. Oh, bitch! It's got twenty three hours left. God on it. damn! So okay, that's it's ridiculous. At, it's at forty six bids, but okay, keep going. But so it comes back to Alexandria. And if we remember, Eugene was talking to someone from Ohio on an on a radio, and Squids is there. And he starts trying to talk to her, but the woman stops. And he's like, I think there was someone on that radio, on Eugene's radio. And um, he's like, I think they're gone now. And then the lady's kind of like, we should get out of here. And they they kind of leave and then cuts back to everyone, Heath and everyone circling and trying to get all these people clear. And then it has a nice, I like that shot of all the zombies kind of falling off the cliffside. Oh, into the ocean? Into the ocean, yeah. yeah. And, uh... Then Eugene stops and he's kind of like, it's beautiful, really, and, and working on it. And Andrea's like, it's not done yet. And it cuts back to them kind of clearing everybody out. And then it shows Carl out there giving commands and them killing people. And then Carl's girlfriend, he's like, are you okay? She's like, I'm better than okay. I'm alive. She's having fun just shooting zombies. And then Heath falls off his horse. And you look back, but who do you see? You see the survi- the, the saviors. saviors, the a group that Dwight was leading, and then left, and their new leader has them all there, um, and and she kind of puns it, and it kind of killed me. And she's like, "Looks like Dwight and his friends are in need of some saviors," <laughs> and then they start unloading on everybody, uh, and they're kind of like, the the guy with no eye, the black guy with no eye, is kind of like, "What should we do with them?" and She's like, he made, he chose his side. He's like, music to my ears. He's like, I always hated you anyways. And grabs Dwight by the throat and starts choking him. And then it kind of cuts back to everyone rushing through the crowd of zombies trying to control him. And Eugene falls off his horse. And uh, he's like, go go away. He's like, it's over for me. And, and Andrew's like, run, Eugene. And starts shooting to give him a way to get away. And they're all kind of like shooting around. And they meet up with Magna. And Magna's kind of like, Andrea. And you made it. 
and Andrea's like, or Magda's like, you made it. And then she's like, Andrea. And Andrea's like, oh, shit. And it shows a picture of her neck where she was either bit or scratched. So it looks like we could potentially be losing Andrea finally in the comics. Or she's going to make it somehow. But maybe a bullet grazed her. It'll end up being a bullet grazed her or something. There was one panel where it almost looks like she was getting bit. If you um, if you look, I'll show you. It was right before the end. It's right here. It's a little tiny panel. It's you mean right here? Right here, this little tiny, yep. Yeah. Because there's like one like real close to her, and that would be her left side. And, nope, oh, because it's, no, it's her, on right, her side. right side. Yeah. And, oh, maybe I like fucked up and we just caught it. Maybe. Or, because she was on, yeah. That's because one's coming at her left side, and this is her right side. Or it could have happened right here. Where yes, because that's her right side, too. And she just doesn't know because she's shooting zombies. But I don't know. It almost looks like she was either bit or scratched or a bullet grazed. It could end up being that it ends up just being a bullet graze. Because... Um, it kind of well, looks like a bite, tell. though, because it looks can't like can't tell if Magna. It could see it could be a bullet graze right here where Magna's shooting. She could have grazed her. Oh yeah. Or the bullet could have went through the zombie's head and grazed her. But who knows? But we are in suspense until next month to see if Andrea is going to die or not. This was a. It was a good. Int- it was a good issue. Of Walking Dead it wasn't as good as the previous couple issues. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just moseying the story on a little bit. Wasn't with, doing with anything. a little excitement at the end. Yeah, to get you a little little blood racing for the next issue. But other than that, there wasn't really much to it. I gave that issue probably a, a 7.5. Maybe an 8. I give it an, to eight. an 8. Yeah, I give it an 8. But, <clears throat> yeah. So, sorry we didn't do a show for you guys Thursday, but we went and saw Logan instead, as you know, but... Hey, you can't complain because it's Saturday and you're getting a three-hour show almost. Right. And you got a little bit of Jose. So until he had to go to doctor's until appointment. Until he had to go to his doctor's appointment on Saturday or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so he could his kidney appointment to look at his heart. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> yeah. But uh, you got a little bit of Jose. So I think all in all, you guys made out pretty well. Damn, you left before Florida Man stories. Yeah, no Florida Man stories this time, but there's always some other time. Hopefully we can we can. R- Rassle Jose in with a with a rope or something and Maybe. drag him in. But um, yeah. So I think he had sort of to be at seven and it was two, so we, he had to leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, that'll do it for our show this week. I hope you guys enjoyed Logan. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. So for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle, and Jose is gone. Remember to support your local comic shop. Oh no! Here, here. And I'm Jose. <laughs> I'm Jose, eh? I'm Jose. I gotta leave, eh? Yeah, you're supposed to do the show in, in two different voices, remember? Damn it. I'll have to do that <laughs> next week. So, for the episode Geek Podcast, again, I am Matt, a.k.a. Professor Smarty Pants. I am Kyle with the hair waterfall. He's a.k.a. haircut. Haircut. And we will see you. And I'm Jose, eh? And I gotta go take my pills. No hair. <laughs> and I'm no hair. I'm no hair Jose. And we'll see you next time. Keep them back to boarding.